Right, anyway, are we ready? What's happening? I'm ready. You ready, ready Antonio? You. Yeah, waiting for you guys. Let's just do it. Welcome, yo, to the veteran gamers. Juju, genie, other fellas will tell you about every single game that you play this week. News, reviews, and an indie pick. Stu, story time, and Chini's game breakers. Here comes Duke with the sound by Savior. Hey, head like this bookie book. It's free to join apart from the one-off joining fee of 40 pounds and then the monthly payments at 42 pounds a month for the first month and then it's 18 pounds for one month and then 43 payments of 92 pounds for the next 367 months. Good evening and welcome to episode 359 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 359 and we're feeling fine. I'm Duke. I'm Stu. I'm not Shinny again. There you go. Did you, did you like the intro though? I was trying to bring a bit of sophistication to the oh, show. Yeah, why why this do. week? Why this know. week over any week? Well, we haven't got Chinny here, you see, so it's going to be automatically more sophisticated. Sure? I don't I don't know if I get that. I think Chinny is sophisticated. He's sexy. No, no, he just swears all the time, and that's not sophisticated. I'm not a good substitute. Yeah, because you don't swear very much at all. Why is there no one in the chat room? I don't know. Nobody likes us. That's why. There's usually people here, but there's nobody here. It's mm. just us. Oh, I don't know what's happening. Mm. Uh, no, we should be fine. People will come. People, they always do. But it is weird because there are usually like four or five people already in. There's nine in. There's nine people in now. What? You're wrong, Duke. You're okay, wrong. I guess it's not updating on my screen or something. Yeah, I've just refreshed it. There's nine people in. Hello, nine people. And hello, uh, listening at home, whoever you are, hello. Yes, hello, hello, hello. It won't be me this week because I never listen when I'm on. Hey, look, there's nine people. I know, yeah. Yeah, usually listen. You can't listen while you're on. That doesn't no. work. Um, can I just say, every now and again, I just, I just want to make this clear, right? I want to make this clear to people. Uh, we get followed by some sort of soldier, soldiers, veterans sort of support groups on Twitter. Yes. Uh, because I think they automatically think that we are... Just because we have the word veteran in our name, veteran. they assume we have something to do with veterans. What, what yeah. kind of idiot is that? I know. Fancy. Fancy. Hey, morons. That's not the way it works. You know, we just use don't... words without any connection to anything. We're also a sex podcast, but we don't talk about sex. <laughs> yeah. The veteran sex podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, great. Uh, yeah, so, we're the, you know, not that we're against, like soldier charities or anything of course like we're not that against soldier charities we're quite supportive of them we're supportive of them but we're not veterans we're not ex-soldiers no or we're not veterans that. in that sense no we're not we're just veterans at playing games we, we are veteran gamers the way that WikiLeaks is a wiki in that it's not at all yeah and we're not very good at that either playing games are these right. really so there yeah, you go we're just we've been so doing for, it a long time is all yeah, just what I cleared up. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, Chinny isn't here this week. You may have noticed. Yeah, sorry, Chinny. Yeah, he's sorry, Chinny. He's, he's sick. Oh, really? Yes, he's got the man flu, apparently. You know, as you do. As you do. We're not sure what's wrong with him. You know, we could take guesses, I guess. Anyway, the point is, Antonio is here filling in from yet he another Hello. podcast. Welcome, Antonio. Hello there. Hello, everyone. Hello. For once, I'm actually going to promote who I am. I am Antonio from the Yap Podcast. Type in Yap on Podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on? I've been here like four or five times. 
Okay. <laughs> Since I've started my podcast, I've never promoted it. So why what the hell mean? not? What, what's, what's going on? You don't come in on here just to shout your own shit out. Stu, do you have any idea how guest hosting works? Well, in no. the podcast world, when someone yeah. guest hosts a podcast, they yeah. take a second at the start and at the end to promote their stuff. So shush and let him do it. To be uh, fair, if you were to have a guest on the YouTube video, you'd have to put featuring insert name here in the title as you get lambasted. Well, unless you've noticed, this isn't YouTube. Uh, well, yeah, but there are yeah. certain standards for doing things in different okay, places. Okay, okay. Go ahead, go ahead. I'll not interrupt again. Go on. <laughs> no, all right, then. Fine. I've been on it like four or five times, and the first couple of times, like, oh, go on. I go, nah, it's all right. I'll be modest. Nah. So, well, just, you know, it's I'll, not about modesty. It's about just letting people know who you are and where you're well, coming from and why it. we do chose it. you. I am the one and better half of the app podcast. Sorry, Andy. And because I do all the work, he literally just turns up and just speaks and not even that much and i'm also jjv's on youtube heavy on twitter and that's all i'll say but hello uh hopefully i don't speak too long hello there you go by the way i was only taking the mickey i was only pulling oh, your I leg know, I, I was pulling your leg man. well i so, see you could have a secret kind of hatred towards me since you know we didn't meet each other on sunday like you're i know games. i know so it might have be secret hatred and all you did was tap me on the soldier when you walked past me I did Saturday. see you once. I saw you once <laughs> in the whole weekend for like very briefly queuing up to get in and that was it. Yeah. Never saw you again. Although, to be fair, I did try my very best to get like people to meet you on the Sunday, even you though did. I was back at home. I was tweeting and trying to get people. Yeah, thank you. You were there in spirit. I was. I was. There in spirit, even though I wasn't there in real life. But anyway, that was four months ago. It is, I know, I can't, no it wasn't, it's not four months ago, is it? I don't know. I don't <laughs> it's, 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 I haven't slept in two days, okay? It's actually about two and a bit months ago. Oh, it's close enough, they're both even numbers. Yeah. Is that true, yeah. you haven't slept in two days? Yes. But Why? really not slept at all? No. Why like, not? no sleep? Not properly, no. Why not? Wow, that's really I am dedicated. You could Why die. Why not? Yeah. Uh, I've been doing a lot of work. Look, I'm concerned, right? Nah, it's alright. That halfway through the show, you're going to die. Nah. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, mean, because like, I have a cup of tea. Show. It's all you good. That's probably enough caffeine, right? You can oh, die. I know. I mix it up, so some days when I don't sleep a lot, I sleep a lot. Wow. Like Friday, I had a 14-hour kip. You know, that should catch up. Dude. Here, wait. I can play a 30 Rock sound clip. I don't know if the quality would be good, but here it is. How do you sleep at night, Jack? I don't. I take thousands of micro naps during the day. You know what? <laughs> a no limit what? <laughs> <laughs> that is Antonio. That's Antonio micro naps. <laughs> Thank you, YouTube, for having clips ready to go at the moment's notice. Naps are oh. the most beautiful thing this world has. <laughs> naps are great. I took a nap yesterday. Did you? How long was your nap for then? One hour. One hour. That's not. You see, that's not a power nap. I didn't call it a power nap. What the hell? Why does no. everything have to be wrong? Stuart, do you no, do this in your daily no. life? Do you go oh. and order a sandwich oh. and you say, I'd like a turkey and cheese sandwich, please. And they bring you a turkey and cheese sandwich. And you go, you know, I, sometimes people make a sandwich with four slices. This is only three slices. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And then they're like, oh, I can redo it if you want. They're, no, I'm just taking the Mickey. I'm just taking the Mickey. Look, I'm just trying Jesus to give you Christ. some help. Help Try to advice. observe the world without judgment. No, listen, just just hear me out. Hear me out, man. It's also very unhealthy to like sleep during the if, day if properly. You, sleep. If you really care about my health, don't critique just what say, I say. No, it it shortens no, no. your life. I'm just saying. If you really want to care about my health and listen to what I'm saying and take it seriously. 
Okay, because why well, you know getting angry is probably unhealthy as well. Welcome to the Veteran Gamers Podcast. We talk <laughs> about video games and my terrible <laughs> sleeping pattern. Yeah, and, and, and my most and of you my, don't even the, know who the I erroneous am. way in which I take naps. Apparently, <laughs> and Jesus you yells Christ. about naps. <laughs> No, I wasn't yelling about naps. I was yelling about your predilection to oh criticize and critique everything. What's that word? So I don't understand that word. Well, that's what we're here for, critiquing. That's what we do. Really? Yeah, but each other? Well, we can do. I would have thought the world is cruel enough and cold enough as it is without us having to get at each other's Oh, for cases. God's sake. I was only trying to point out it's unhealthy to sleep during the day, for you God's not, sake. You would not succeed on YouTube if that's your... Like, <laughs> You, you can't you can't take well that's why the reason i fail everywhere i go is because the world doesn't want to hear that shit you're <laughs> being nice to each other supporting each other <laughs> get the fuck out of here with that bullshit what are you a fag that's that's the world's response to my I'm general to attitude toward i'm life. trying to say it's unhealthy to sleep in the day i was just trying to point out you know all right moving on anyway video games <laughs> do you ever do you do you have challenges like that when you do lectures and stuff when i do worse when you do so, I don't just scream at the kids when I they ask questions. Are you talking about at school? Yeah. <laughs> every goddamn day. Really? Every day. Take your hat off, please. Well, you didn't ask him to take his hood down. Why are you talking? What is a hat? I, I'm not kidding. This past week, I had a student who insisted that I call the principal to get the principal to define the word hat because in the dress code it says no hats. I am not making this up. So if I seem like my ability to be patient and calm is a little stretched thin, it might have something to do with that. Well, hats. People begging every single question and statement I make. I had a delicious sandwich for lunch. I don't think you did. <laughs> now that one I made up, but it's an example of the – I mean every everything and everywhere. And you know what? This is why teachers are authoritarian. This is why teachers say, shut up, do what I say, because I said so. Because as soon as you open the door a tiny little bit to, you know what? I'm interested in running this room without coercion and force. Then they're like, fuck this. I don't do anything. Help, I need Ginny with his bell. Where's Ginny with his bell when you need him? As I said <laughs> – Let's, let's move on, shall we? Anybody got a story time? Antonio, you got a story to tell? Um, well, I do regret mentioning my sleep schedule. I know. What, what did, look what you started. <laughs> um, well, no. My, my life literally is I go to lectures and then either make a video or go out or play a game. That's my life pretty much. Not oh, gonna lie. Um, pretty sweet. Well, that's, well, I went to Comic-Con quite recently. And, oh, you might like this. My I got favorite to meet... time. It's story time. Story. Sorry, sorry, time. Oh, we gotta have a jingle first. Go ahead. Who did you get it's, to meet? Um, so I'll I'll do the people you don't know first. So first of all, I got a press pass, which is sitting on top of my shelf. It looks very lovely. Nice. Um, so that means you get to go into do, you get to do interviews with people oh, along with uh, along get a free ticket. But I like meeting people. Uh, first of all, I met the, the cast of Ruby, and that's an animated Rooster Teeth show. I know. They're very nice. Um, sorry. I know them. Do Do you really? No. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's Rooster Teeth's anime, not anime. But I got to be in a round table and then shake the hands of uh, Mr. Nolan North and Troy Baker. Wow, that wow. is cool. Then, yeah, that was surreal. But first of all, I went in cosplay because I went as my YouTube persona. And what it's, you, whoa, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. What? You went as your YouTube, so this is something you made up. This character, yeah. 
You can't cosplay something you made up. Of course you can. What are you talking about? I know. Well, no, how no, do I get no, the See, no. once goddamn again. <laughs> no. It's not good enough that he right, made a on. costume do, 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 for do, do, this do, do, thing because it's not the right thing to make a costume about. Do. Jesus Christ. It kind of works because it's an imitation of an already existing character. But oh, I've well, that's it. fair enough then. Well, I've made fine. it my that's own fine. character. Fine. I got this press pass for a reason. Um, but yeah, the thing was, I went into a room with my camera because, first of all, I didn't think I'd get this interview. So they send around like press email saying, you might be able to meet him or, him or her, him or her. And I thought, they're not going to let me in. I'm going to be wearing a costume. But I turned up at 9 a.m. and they said, oh, um, they have a spot if you want to meet Troy Baker and learn more for it. Huh? The, the, the real. What, like, oh, together? Cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, because they were doing uh, Uncharted 4 like rounds. I noticed um, they were always together on the uh, press days and stuff. But yeah, so I went, I went with my camera. I was very excited, and everyone was wearing suits. I was wearing a mask, a robe, oh, and dude. holding a little kunai knife. So I was like, oh, good thing I have a mask. Uh, but I actually got to speak with them for about five minutes. I the hand afterwards, and nice to meet you, and it was really cool. And they didn't, like, bat an eyelid at the fact that you didn't look like the rest of the people there. I, To be honest, from the reception I got during my interviews, it was apparently quite refreshing. Oh, there you go. Because everyone's there really serious. Because it's literally a, a round table with four chairs, or how many people are going to be there. And just tons of cameras pointed at them. And microphones on the tables and stuff. So from, the, from what the Team Ruby cast said, it was refreshing to have someone in actual costume at an event. Where people were dressed in costumes. So, is there video footage of this? It is. It's on my YouTube channel. Oh, sweet. We'll have to have a look at that. Yes. Uh, like I said, I turned up not knowing I'd get to meet them. So, I spent about four hours editing this just trying to fix the audio because it was in camera audio. And if anyone knows anything about cameras, the in camera audio is terrible. So, I had yeah. to raise the audio, get rid of the hissing, and make it bearable. Yeah. But there's a little story for you. There you go. There you I go. got to story time. meet some so, big guys. So what was the most interesting thing that you asked them? Um, I asked them, do you, uh, uh, do you ever play online in character and troll people? And uh, Troy Baker said he likes the anonymity of it. But no, North said he, um, since he voices the ghost and, you know, in Destiny, he trolls his son's friends when they play co-op in Destiny. <laughs> nice. There you go. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, it was okay. definitely an experience. Troy Baker and Nolan North Roundtable at MCM Comic Con. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so there's a little story for you. Everyone, hope you want. Ah, don't play me. I don't like hearing myself. Uh, I, I, don't want, I don't want this mixed thing of hearing myself twice. I have yeah, to do it enough when I edit. Okay. So uh, do you not listen to you. See, you were I... filming the whole time then. Uh, yeah, so I, I did a little intro to say, hey, I fixed the audio. I didn't yeah. know I'd get to do this. And then, yeah, there's a 30 minute clip of me. Me and them, which is pretty cool. Sweet. Yeah, I used to be like that. I used to like, not like listening to my own voice. Oh, yeah, there you are stuff. in the corner. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was weird. They, they even gave me a like tour of the, the convention before it opens. Nice. Because apparently having a little plastic badge that says press makes you important for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, but there you go. Sweet. There you go. That's cool. Very cool. Yeah, very cool, dude. Mm. Yay. Yeah. We have someone close to famous on our show. I don't think Chinny would say a story like that. I know, right? Then again, he probably, you know, is filming stuff that's actually important. He's, a, he's sitting oh, no. in a Ferrari right now talking to the queen of 
you know, Uzbekistan, and he's like, yes, oh, you're right, Antonio, I haven't had a round table with Nolan North. Mm. No, Genie, Genie would film it and then put it up on the YouTube channel about 12 months later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Genie would do. Oh, in your face, Chinny, Antonio's faster than you in uploading stuff is. to YouTube. Yeah, I bet there was no messing. I bet uh, it, how long was it between doing that and putting it on your YouTube channel? Uh, like two days, I think. There you go. There you go, two days. Say, Chitty, you're not that fast. Hey, Chitty, yeah, this, this is for you, Chinny. You really suck. To be fair to Chinny, the Eurogamer thing takes a lot of editing. Like, when I have to do a big compilation, it takes a while. Yeah, it does. We, we'll, we'll let him off. We let him off. No, <laughs> Chinny, if you do playing. need a second guy to edit, though, you know, hello. Yeah. Oh, you're joking. Right, he like he comes across as all this like laid back, doesn't he? You know what I mean? And like things are fine, and you know whatever, whatever. But underneath all that, he's a right control freak. You wouldn't get a look in, mate. I don't know. There wouldn't be a look. Well, I am too look, on creative it? projects. I don't want anyone touching any of my creative projects. Exactly. Not well, a chance. Done right. Not do a it chance. yourself. I could have some. See, I'm a film student at university. I could possibly get a look. Possibly, I don't know. Chinny, you might be listening. I'm, if you really are stuck for an editor, hello. Don't know. Should don't we talk know. about games? We're 20 minutes in. Yeah, video games. Yeah, we should talk about oh, that. We'll, that's we'll let nothing, you man. Usually, you know, we're usually 45 minutes in. Are you seriously talking about video games? But as a guest, as a guest, I think you should start first. Yeah, right, go ahead. I will go, go ahead, I will go for the most recent game I've played. Uh, Are we cool? Are we cool? cool? Special guest edition. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So I literally played this game before I came on. I played the steep beta. Oh yeah, oh, right. I saw yes, that yes. on Steam. It said no. I was, gi- <laughs> I was given a closed beta key and I never redeemed it, and it's open now. So that was a great use of a key. Yeah. It was. Um, this is a is snow you- game where you. Fly. Sorry, people on the Twitch stream. I hope you weren't expecting me to be playing clips because I'm not doing that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, don't expect that. Yeah, so it's a winter sports game. So you snow, ski, you um, wind glide. I'm not quite sure what it is. Mm-hmm. And something else. And you walk as well. Oh, you can't forget walking. Um, walk? Yeah, In the it's, snow. yeah walking. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's fine. It's just another snowboarding game. There's nothing really special <laughs> about it. Just play SSX, SSX or something, you know? Yeah. So, well, that's the thing is that, like, it seems, to, right, it seems to me like this, like, there's a game called Snow, which was also free on Steam. Like, they seem like they're trying to make them, you know, like, open world, you know, and, like, really engrossing experiences. But when it comes down to it, these games work best when it's, like, crazy tricks and points and stuff like that. So, exactly. Like... The, even the point meter itself is on the bottom left corner of the screen. It's barely noticeable. And what are the it's, and what are the points get you? It's not like you're competing in anything. You're just out with your um, mates, right? No, you just race. Yeah. And have and have fun, really. Right. But it it's not for me. These kind of games, not really. It's not for me. Like, yeah, I haven't tried either of them, and they're both free, so that's pretty ridiculous. That I haven't tried them, but <laughs> it's they're fine. If you're into snowboarding games, I don't know why you want to do a simulation snowboarding game, really. Yeah. Just I'd rather play like a full on arcade out of this world style snowboarding game, really. Sure. That's just it's just me. So speaking about this world, I've played Rocket League with you. <laughs> oh, Rocket God. League. More Rocket League. It's 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 just it's like it's my Overwatch, man. It, it, I just you turn it on, you know what you're doing. It's just relaxing almost. Even though it's competitive, 
it's really relaxing. I can't go along with the relaxing part, but you know, it is addictive. That's certainly well, true for me. I, I've I've learned to not take it properly seriously now. Uh, I'm thing. working on that, but I'm not any good at that yet. So, in time, in time. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but yeah, I mentioned <laughs> that. I got, um, like, what are I, 600 hours by now? If I haven't learned by now. <laughs> then maybe you just need another 600 and then it'll yeah, click yeah exactly <laughs> and then, but, how come you, why do you keep coming back then if you're like if you're, if you're not really there to rank up and stuff why do you I'm keep coming back to Rocket League because if I look and, and this is the sad thing about it 539 hours by the way people um, wow yeah if I'm playing uh, you know if I'm having a crap day if I'm having a good day then it makes me feel even better when I win a couple of games and if I'm having a crap day it can pick my spirits up to make me feel like, okay, I know how to do this. I, you know, I pwned some noobs. I, I got that feeling. It's the, it's the, it's the thrill. It's the joy of scoring. You know, it's like I, I heard there was this podcast one time. I think it was Radio Lab, but I can't remember. This woman went into a casino and played some slot machines. And the next thing she knew, she was like stealing from her children. And, like, she had mortgaged her house. And, like, it was all because the, the slot machines, you know, they have the, the light up, the sounds, the, you know, the, the bells and everything and the colors. And it, it triggers chemicals in her brain. And she was literally, you know, addicted to the slot machines. I do believe that that's kind of what I'm like with Rocket League. Now, it doesn't cost me things. I still get my work done. Um, but it's, it is that thing of, like, I want to have that thrill of scoring. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and even if it, I don't you still, score, you're still having fun with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's a fun game, you know. And like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm able to distance myself from it more than others. So, you know, like I'll be in a sour mood sometimes. But I don't know. For the most part, I think I do all right with it. I just, I don't know. I need, I need to work on my life balance a little more in general with all, all things. So. Whatever. 224 hours for me for that game. Yeah. Yeah. So not, not, not as much. Well, it's um, a great game. So I recently had a massive rant on my podcast about Dead Rising 4 because they are cutting out lots of things, which I was just pissing so you, me off. Let's just be honest here. You love Dead Rising, don't you? Yeah, as a game. They've, cut their, they've taken out a lot of things which infu- infuriated me Such like, as. and slash angered me. Um, top of the head, no time limits. Cause, Brilliant. <clears throat> I hated those. No, what, I, what, I, what I argued was, and I'm going on to why I'm, I'm talking about this game, Dead Rising, 2, Dead Rising 2 off the record, I bought it on PC just to play it again. And th- because they gave you the timed option, if you want that, or the sandbox mode. Yeah. And you can right. mess around in either. And, like, I literally just spent two hours on the sandbox mode messing around and getting footage. Because it's just fun. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, this, they've taken out the psychopaths. They're called just maniacs now. And the bit yeah, but they're just not the same, though. We'll just call the different name. Well, the bit I was going to say was that, um, that you have to do little quests to find them. And then once you get them, it's a fight. They don't have any character to them. Mm. Ah, right. One of the biggest reasons Psychopaths were so loved is because they all were so unique. And they they kind of progressed the story, didn't they? You had to fight them. Exactly. So with this, they're not part of the main story quests anymore. No, they're just little add-ons. Just, uh, just going, so they're hey, more like your side quests, if you will. That's one of the things they kept saying is such a good thing about the game. There's so many side quests. What is people's obsession with side quests? What is <laughs> I don't know. Um, what's another thing? Uh, well, Frank is back, apparently, but he's not. The main voice actor isn't back. Um, and he, do, do, have any of you ever played Resident Evil 4? Nope. Uh, yes, I have. Um, Frank West to me is like Leon S. Kennedy. He's not um, He's not a great voice actor, but he's so corny and his one-liners are so great that it becomes a fun character. 
Oh yeah, I mean the the, the original Dead Rising was great. It, yeah, exactly. So I want to go and just play Dead Rising one on the Xbox One instead of Dead Rising four because it just seems more fun to me. I'd rather play through that again than Dead Rising four. Um, it's all these little things that what made the game unique to fans is being taken away. Like you can't mix food anymore to create power ups and stuff. It's just literally down on the D pad you eat. Right. So there's no real worry about managing items. So they've they've taken some of the complexity away. It's becoming well, just another generic zombie yeah, game. You can but then added in sort of more side missions for you to do. Exactly. It's There are many more things I could say, but that's the top of the head. It just doesn't seem very fun to me. It seems way too serious, which Dead Rising 2 got it... Uh, sorry, Dead Rising 2 off the record, the spin-off, got it right on the head with its corniness. Literally, the opening of the sandbox mode is Frank going on a helicopter like in Dead Rising 1. And he goes, no, this isn't work. This is my vacation. Then he jumps down. And even the achievements are stupid. Like, this game knows it's corny for the fans. What I, what I used to love about the original Dead Rising was if you, if you died and you, each time you died, you had to restart the game, didn't you, from the beginning? Uh, like, roughly, To level yeah. up. Yeah, to level up the character because you had to sort of kind of grind your character till you were a high enough level to sort of work your way through the, the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. It, was a weird, it was a weird sort of thing, wasn't it? Because you had to keep on... Every time you restarted, you, you started the game at the same level you were at when you restarted, if you will. Like, they, they are probably just making Dead Rising 4 more streamlined for a bigger audience. Yeah. But the thing is, with that, they're killing off the audience that made the game popular. Yeah. Like, but what I was going to say is what I remember the, the most about that is whatever costume you were wearing... It was in the cutscene. It was in the cutscene at the beginning yeah. on the helicopter. So if you were wearing a dress and a stupid hat or whatever it may have been, that's what you were wearing in that's the cutscene. That's the thing. It's just fun, isn't it, Dead Rising? Yeah, it was craziness. And like, um, I was going to say, and I lost it. Uh, Dead Rising 2 off the record. Oh, I lost my point. I was going to say something. Oh, yeah. Um, that's gone. Oh, yeah, the times. <laughs> the, the times. Yeah, the I, I had a point, Stuart. Then you interrupted Okay, okay. Us. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just asking questions. I'm asking. That's good. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll bring in the like time I back. before I was rudely interrupted. <laughs> Look, it'll forget again. Stop it, stop it. I got the point back, but I got another one as well. Um, The the times are back in a timed DLC in the season pass. Right, okay. And also, people keep saying grappling hooks are the new mechanic every game needs. I like to second that with exosuits. Exosuits are in Dead Rising 4 for some reason. Right. They're basically trying to make Frank a superhero. Right. And he's already a superhero. He's a hero. He's a, he's a hero. He's an arrogant hero, but he's just not funny anymore. I've seen gameplay and stuff. Dead Rising 4. I'm probably going to buy it, do a video on it, then just sell it. It just. You see, I, again, again, what was good about the first game was he was literally an idiot with a camera stuck in yeah. a shopping mall. That was kind of the premise. Are we talking about Chinny again? <laughs> <There you go. laughs> Fantastic. But I'll move on from my tyrant. Um, so I actually bought quite a few games recently. I know, right? With, with a mix of Humble Bundle sales and a uh, local supermarket near me. Look had at a this big enormous sale. list of games he's been playing, people. Well, I've, I played one of them. Um, so there was a big horror sale during uh, Halloween for Steam. I bought a lot of games from that. And um, when my old friend picked up a Wii U, I played Zombie U. And I thought it was okay, but it had so much potential. So I picked it up on PC and... It's still really disappointing to me. I didn't know Zombie U was on the PC. Uh, yeah, it's just called Zombie now. It's on uh, all platforms now. Well, all yeah. current gen platforms. Okay. It's fine, but the thing is, there's so much potential in this game to be really, really good. Like, so there's some really good horror elements. Like, um, the combat 
it's basic, but it could be great. But the melee weapons are terrible. Mm. Like the cricket bat is one of the worst weapons I've used in such a long time. And not not bad as in, oh, you can upgrade it later because even when you get a katana or a baseball bat, you have to keep it in your inventory. Uh-huh. And that's one of the best things about this game is inventory space. You have to really, really, really well manage your inventory. And what you see, what made it cool on the Wii U was the fact that you had to look down. The, the screen was your backpack, basically, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, whereas on the, obviously on the PC or the PS4 or whatever other platform you got, you can't do that anymore. It is just a menu, which does ruin some of the atmosphere, but yeah. it, it's, it just made it another conventional horror game, you know. But the combat, oh, it's so disappointing and bad. But the reason I'm saying this is because the game is way too easy. It's it's got great atmosphere, but it's way too easy. Mm. And you know, I could be say, you could be saying, "Oh, you're just good." Well, no, because I've I tried using just guns. I wasn't going to say that. Sorry. Well, no, but I've I've mentioned like my COD streaks in the past, and I remember you joking about me going, "Oh, you just mentioned that because you're too good," yeah. or something like that. But sounds like I've me. tried. <laughs> I've tried it on the hardest difficulty. I've tried it on hardcore mode. What, which is, what you know, if what if you were only using the cricket bat? Hmm. I did. We have to do that for the first like hour, and I've died twice. Okay, one was because of a landmine, which I don't count. And the other one was. What do you mean you don't count? You can't just go. Oh, I don't count it because it was a <laughs> landmines, land horseshoes, and hand grenades. Yeah, what's all that about? Well, it's not that. It's that I don't attribute that to the difficulty of the game. That was my own fault. Okay, then I guess. Because because I always play my horror games at night, so you could. Uh, and I'm playing with a keyboard and mouse as well, which is new for me. So I'm trying to learn to play shooters with keyboard and mouses. So like keyboard and mice. So I've been playing Doom recently with that. I've been playing this with that. I've been playing um, Condemned with that. But, yeah, uh, yeah, well, funnily enough, you have to play Condemned with that because they didn't bother putting in any sort of gamepad support, even though it was on the Xbox 360. Yeah, I did notice that. Yeah, I can't yeah stupid. Stupid, man. Yeah, they did kind of annoy me. Yeah. Um, I've lost my point again, man. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> It's not surprising since you haven't like slept for two days. But <laughs> so you've but, been practicing to play with keyboard and mouse on games. Yeah, hey. I found I found it really weird because I've seen the beginning of Zombie and Zombie U so many times. I've always seen the bit in the in the train station or the, or the um subway or whatever. But that like, you go to nurseries and stuff, and you do actually go to some quite cool spaces. You go to the you go to Buckingham Palace, which is pretty cool. Yep, there you go. Yeah. But the f- other thing is, it's not scary. The only bit that got me was an unexpected jump scare. Yeah, I don't... I mean, I played but a bit of this. Yeah, there you go. Ooh. There's an unexpected jump scare in the podcast. I've, I've played quite a... Not a loads, but maybe like two or three hours of the game. Um, and I thought it was more tension than actual... You know, like a lot of these kind of games are where you're worried about dying or you're worried about, you know, having to sort of get back to your body because it, it does a little bit of the Dark Souls thing, doesn't it? Where, Attention hmm, listeners, can... I predict he's going to start talking about how it's not as cool as the VR game where they wave the knife in front of your eyeball. I am not going to say that at all. Oh my I... God, I'm wrong. My bad. Have you, you know. played VR this week? Uh, I have. I'll come to oh, that when oh, I, oh, I do. Just hang on. He's getting people. to that. Yeah, but nothing to, do, nothing to do with waving a point of a knife in your eyeball. Um. But yeah, no, what I was going to say is I, I think that, you know, these games rely on sort of tension more than sort of jump scares. You know, it's, it's more good. about the atmosphere of the game. It is pretty what good. What up, Duchess? Also. You know, well, that, rather than that, scaring the heebie-jeebies out of you. There, ha- there, have, there have been bits where I have been scared, but, you know, like, 
are, you know, being tense. But the thing is, the AI is pretty dumb, so you can basically line them up almost and do whack-a-mole. That's how I've survived most of the tough encounters. I've trained them a bit, which means run around over and over again, making a line, <laughs> and then played whack-a-mole. Go one, two, three. Oh, yeah, you said one, two, three. The door's open. All right, cool. And that's how I've survived most of the tough encounters. Right. I, I should say the other death was someone blew up a landmine in front of me and said, run, run. you got no time. Run. So I was like, oh, okay, then I'll run and died instantly. So when I came back and got my equipment, I just took it slow and went, oh, I didn't have to run. Okay, you just got to be <laughs> I, killed. You know, it's funny you say that because I remember when I first started playing games in general and like, you know, people would be like, oh, the whole place is falling apart. Go. And I was like, I'd be like proper, you know, into it, like leaning forward in the chair, like yeah. mashing the button. And then like, yeah, something would happen. I'd be like, oh, wait a minute. Nothing's going to happen if I don't run away. Yeah, so that was just you know if this I literally stood still for me. three seconds and fought that, I would have been perfectly fine. That character would still be alive. Yeah. But what are you gonna do? Also, I, I, anyone else who's played a lot of this will know the voice acting is really annoying for the your survivor, because the only voice acting they do is screams when they <laughs> held, held their weapon. Yeah. So, and they only recorded two sound bites for each melee hit, so you either hear a manly scream or a kind of high pitch manly scream when you when you uh, swing your bat. So I normally play with the voice turned off and just listen to the ambience because there's barely any music. Nice. Going on from that, going on from a, a air shooter to a good shooter, I've been playing a lot of Doom. I've been oh. playing a lot of Doom because um, I was curious if they made the snap map any better, which is like user-created maps, and they've made it so good. It's all in categories now, and someone recre- uh, recreated the first three levels of Doom 1 in the Doom engine. And it's really, really good. Yeah, oh. I did see this actually. I saw that. So it's cool, is it? Yeah, it, it's good fun now. They've made they've made um, the snap map a lot better. So basically, it's really streamlined now. It's so easy because before it was very hard to find a level you wanted to do. Like before, I just went to most popular and went down the list. But now there's sections of action, horror, puzzle, co-op, and they basically made an entire genre, uh, entire um, basically hub full of genres. And levels made around those genres. So I played a few good puzzle levels. I played a few good, um, like you have no ammo horror bits. It's just good fun now. Before before it was just really boring. Not gonna lie. And you could tell that people just took time and learned how to use the in-game uh, assets because before the best map was a survival mode where every gun is available to buy and you just stand there shooting. Yeah, so it's kind of a bit like Little Big Planet now. So it's kind of expanding. Yeah. Think, think of a bloody, gory set on Mars, Little Big Planet, and you've there got you go. Doom stat map sorted. Don't. N- not Peggy 3, though. Warning. No, uh, no, not Peggy 3, no. Um, so I, I'll, I'll do a couple more than I'll stop. Uh, I picked up a PS4 recently. Right, okay. Dude. Um, because they had a deep sale with all the original launch models of the PS4. So you managed to get one of the £149, weren't you? I did, yes. Well done, you. I I got that with FIFA 17, so I promptly threw that for a video and then uh, sold that. And with that, I bought four games in total. I bought Bloodborne, which I've been playing, Killzone Shadowfall, which I played like an hour of, Wolfenstein The Old Blood, because that was a fiver, and Uncharted 4, oh, and 5, and The Last of Us. Very nice. Good good selection of games there. Let me ask you this, though. Yes. Have you died in Bloodborne? Uh, yeah 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 so that's that's see that's, that shows you suck if you were really good yeah, at video games you, you wouldn't suck. die at bloodborne i didn't die once see, when i played bloodborne oh wait i've yeah. never played bloodborne i'll start with bloodborne uh i've never been a fan of souls games let me just get that out there i own dark souls one 
That's because and you don't I, hate yourself. And when yeah, I played the, you're just not good enough to play those games. And when I played the press version of Dark Souls 3, I played like five minutes and went, I am done. This is boring me. Yeah. But the reason I picked up Bloodborne is I loved the kind of look of it. I loved the setting. It looks really interesting to me. Instead of just, well, I was going to say, it's, instead of darkness, it's darkness still. That doesn't work. It's but I just, red it looks darkness. like kind of old Victorian Gothic style horror, which interests me. And yeah, it does. It has a very nice aesthetic. The atmosphere is freaking awesome. I love that. But Uh-oh. it's not fun. Oh, no. Now, well, so what? Games aren't supposed to be fun. They're supposed to be yeah, horrible to be... challenges that cause you yeah, to rend your garments. <sighs> See, that's the thing. Every time I've tried to argue this in other podcasts and stuff, they say, oh, you're shit. <laughs> yes, I, yeah, I'm pretty bad. Not well, you know what? I'm sorry. Hang on a second. That's like saying like I went boxing with Mike Tyson and he brutalized my face and blinded me for life. And people being like, well, you should learn how to box then. You just suck. Like, <laughs> that's no. quite good. I like it. <laughs> the hell is wrong with you people? Like, the setup is cool. I love the setup of having like your you have a contract bound by blood. I'm not quite sure why. I wasn't really paying attention. Amazingly, <laughs> well, I say that do. there's not it's much. Do. There's I'm saying there wasn't much setup anyway. You you unwillingly sign some kind of contract, and then you wake up with no weapons. You die. You wake up in a thing called the Hunter's Dream, which is your hub world. Then you get put back into where you were, and this time with an actual gun and a really really cool sword blade. And that's I actually, it. That's I actually read a thing about the story of Bloodborne, and as far as I can remember... Like anybody f***ing gives a shit. <laughs> no, it's like the so, story... I, had a, I swear to God, I had a student tell me. He sat there for 20 minutes telling me the story at the of the end of Dark Souls 2 or something. And he was just going on and on. And then the corruption ate this skull monster and then the demon lord of the troll universe. I was like, oh, God, who cares? Well, at least you were listening. <laughs> Pretending to listen. <laughs> well, you you pick some stuff up. Yeah. You, you pick a lot of stuff up in Bloodborne and you lose it all when you die. Ah, yeah, that's true. That's how these games work. So but, the mechanics are similar, are they, to a Dark Souls game then? Oh, yeah, so... Um, weapon in one hand, weapon in the other, duck, roll, light attack, heavy attack, ranged attack, sorted. And many people do say it's about learning patterns, which is fair enough. But I'm going to go back to my first statement. I'm not having fun. And I'm about five hours in, and I think I've given it enough time to know if I'm going to... Do you know know what I think the problem is with Bloodborne, though? It's like constant, isn't it? It doesn't let up. These games don't let up. So there's no kind of downtime in between the tough stuff is kind of just tough all the time like there's there's normally like a small pathway which is your breathing room yeah but the problem is if you left someone out who's behind you they'll come up and hit you because like um the closest i've been so i'm not even at the first boss yet i'm at the the two massive werewolves blocking you is what keeps stopping me because i've thrown molotovs i've tried doing good um like one two back, one two back combos, and nothing works for me. I've been so close so many times. As my friend Andy, I screamed about five a.m. this morning. I nearly killed them both. Then I have no way, just a little hit from a guy that I forgot to kill, kill at the start. Ah, uh, dead. Yeah. And I bet there was going to be such a great rush when I finally beat them, but then you realize, ah, oh, shit, there's a boss ahead of me now. Yeah. It's punishing. Punishing, it is punishing. It? it is punishing. And like, you can't even pause, which annoyed me. My first no, death I mean, was because I, I could. I didn't know I, you couldn't pause. Yeah, the one thing I do know about uh, Bloodborne is, though, you do open shortcuts, don't you? So as you sort of progress mm-hmm. through the game, you can get back to where you were quicker. So I feel I should keep going, beat the first boss, find a shortcut, and then decide if I want to keep it or not. 
Yeah, so but, that's what happens. As far as I'm aware, you can open like gates that allow you to get to areas that you couldn't previously get to that fast. And yeah. like that. So they do they do throw you a little bone every now and again, from what I can gather. So I'm guessing none of you have played a Souls game. Uh, I've played a couple of Souls games. I played Dark Souls, and I also played uh, what you was played the very Demon, first you one? Played Demon Souls. Demon Souls. Demon Souls. Demon Souls. Yeah, I played them both. Stu was okay. playing the Souls games before they were cool, and That's before right. they existed in the United States. Yeah, I got mine from Hong Kong. Dude, these hardcore Demon Souls. Souls. Yeah, Demon Souls. Uh, and I played. Probably I am not two. worthy. Did you finish either of them? No, I went through two of the worlds and, and beat two bosses in yeah. in the Demon Souls games. Yeah. Better than me. Uh, incredibly difficult though they're not they're not really my cup of tea and no. when i played dark souls you, you know there was this thing where you could go the wrong way and people used to head to the graveyard first yeah, and then that's get what killed, i did which is what you did uh i headed the other way but just ended up in this sort of grind loop because i got to a bonfire and there was quite a few enemies around the area and you could keep on killing then going back to the bonfire you know what i mean and sort of grinding up your character Mm-hmm. And I did that for ages and ages and ages and thought, right, yeah, I'm tough enough now to move on. So I got to the first boss and then promptly got killed. And then I just couldn't be bothered after that. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, I can't be asked. Uh, I've, I've played a few more things on the PlayStation. Um, I played and finished The Last of Us Remastered in one sitting. Okay. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Because I waited. I waited to play this game. That was my first playthrough. So is this a, yeah, I was just going to say, it's the first time you played it. Yeah, I, I've been lambasted for years of not playing it. And I said, I'll wait, I'll wait. I was going to pick up the game in the year edition for the PS3. Then the PS4 got announced. Then Last of Us Remastered got announced. So I waited and waited and waited. And I, I think it came out in 2012, didn't it? Do you know, I think you could be right. It's it's longer ago than you think. And like I, I, I feel very special. I didn't get anything spoiled for me. Wow. Not, not, not a single thing. Like People kept saying the ending wasn't good, and I thought, oh, is, is insert name here going to die? Is insert name here going to die? And no, which was very happy for me. I won't say anything apart from looks beautiful, plays really well. I did have a couple issues with melee combat in the game, but that was probably me just trying to be too ambitious. Um, I haven't tried any multiplayer yet because I don't have PS Plus. I wanted to get all the multiplayer games I wanted to play and then like use the free trial up. Right, so, okay. So, Killzone, Bloodborne, uh, Uncharted 4, which is my next game, and The Last of Us. Yeah, I mean, The Last of Us were great. It's 2013, by the way, it came out. Ah, that's... So, 2013, year later. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's such a great game. So, I think what people forget with games, and we, I mean, we talked a little bit about this last week, is, is games needing a great narrative now to keep your attention. Mm-hmm. because a lot of the mechanics you've already played over and over and over in every other game you've played. So, it, Games moving forward need some sort of hook, from in my opinion. And like uh, you've all played Last of Us, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Did, yeah. did you enjoy the story? Uh, I did, yes. except until the end. Yeah, Duke didn't like yeah. the ending at all. No, I didn't like the ending either, Duke. And I think we probably have the same reason why. Good. My Fuck the ending of Last of Us. <laughs> Sorry, this episode is not for children, apparently. <laughs> It's, no, not, not when, it's, not, it's not for Duke either, by the sound of it. I know. He, here's me saying, oh, I'm not having much swearing tonight because Ginny isn't on. How wrong was I? Yeah, well. Um, I haven't played Left Behind yet. When we're so. mad, we say words that are bad. Uh, Left Behind is great. I haven't it, played it. Great but I'm excited too because the, my favorite parts of the game was when you played as Ellie. Yeah. So I, I yes. Ellie, unfortunately. Oh, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what uh, what the spoiler was. Well, most there's a part in the game where you play as Ellie. That's Ellie. I didn't realize that until I got to it. Obviously, 
Because there's no indication that you're going to get to play as her. Oh, other spoilers. In The Witcher 3, you get to play as Siri. Ah! ah! Spoilers! Spoilers! <laughs> ah! In Call of uh, Duty 4, a guy dies in a nuclear explosion. Ah! I, I don't think it, it matters, spoilers, for something from the 2013. <laughs> in Ms. Pac-Man, well, you play as a female Pac-Man. Ah! Oh, no! Ah! <laughs> Well, I'll be careful Let's with Let's keep Wombat doing this, though. In Donkey Kong Jr., you play as Donkey Kong's son. No! Right, ah. go on, carry on. That's enough now. You've gone too far. Right, carry on. <laughs> too far, too far. Too many. Um, I, again, in one sitting, Uncharted 4. Yes, very good. Um, I bought this PlayStation 4 for Persona 5, which I pre-ordered, like, last week. Yeah, it's been delayed. But... Do you know when the original release date for that game was? <laughs> no. Winter 2014. Oh dear. <laughs> We've been waiting so long for that game. Yeah, oh, well, well, keep on waiting. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd rather wait for a great game. I'd rather wait for uh... a um, Well, I'm sure some people in the chat and also on uh, in the listening are going to disagree with Persona, Persona 5. is going to be a great game, but it will be. Just... Anyway, be carry on. Carry on. Please it'll be, be good. It'll be good. It'll be good. Hopefully. Eventually. Um, but with Uncharted 4, I felt like my purchase of the PlayStation 4 was valid. I freaking love that game. It is good. It's so good, man. The ending just put a smile on my face. I love the ending. And, no. and I said this on the show. I mean, no spoilers, but I think yeah, I'll they've left, they have left an opening for ah, another game. See, when I spoke to Troy Baker and the North, Did they Did you talk said, to them recently? I didn't know that. You've only mentioned you know? it 20 oh, times. Did. So I went to this convention, um, <laughs> and they said, well, the next DLC, the story DLC for Uncharted 4 is going to be Naughty Dog's biggest ever project. And I went, story DLC? Oh, I, I don't think they should have said that, should they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Oops. apparently, yeah, and if it's who, if it's about who I'm thinking it is, yeah, yeah. please, yeah. that would be great. Yes, I think it would be very great. Um. Just, anyway, that is potential spoiler, so we'll yes. stop there. I took so many screenshots while playing that game. Like I used to, I messed around with that photo mode so much. It's yeah, I mean, it is fun. a gorgeous game. The really the only the only very mild criticism I would have of the game mm-hmm. is that one of the things I loved about it compared to other there was a finite amount of enemies for once. Mm. Um, because I hated the other Uncharted games where you had this. You'd be sort of stealthing around and taking everyone out, and then you get spotted by, and suddenly there was just a stream of enemies would appear from nowhere. Don't, don't, get, them. don't get us wrong, Jake. Drake is still a mass murderer. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. He's, well, he's that's com- fine. fine. He's pretty much committed genocide at this point. He is. Yeah, 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 you know. But that's true about so many people in so many video games. I don't understand why people always pick on Nathan Drake. Because he's such a happy-go-lucky. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. He's always you know, <laughs> smiling, even hey, in the face of I'll death. Stab in the eye. What did you think of the final encounter? Um, it was all right. Yeah, I didn't expect it because normally, you, like, it was the best ending. I think is in like ending fights because normally you just fight a guy with a lot of health. Yeah, but then to be fair, Uncharted have never really done that because it was, Uncharted Two was the the sort of running away ending, wasn't it? That's true. Yeah, so they've never really done the big boss fight ending in any of their games. I don't think. I think the first one had a bit of a. Yeah, it was, it was you were just taking on a brute pretty much. Yeah, that was the ending. So I, but I expected that because that was the ending that was stuck in my mind. Yeah, so um, oh. glad it was that. And finally, since Jay's not here, I played Overcooked. There you go. Oh, I like Overcooked. That's a good game. Mm. Played it in co-op, and it's great fun. It is. It is who a lot of fun. Find out more in the veteran games. Who did you, who did you play with co-op? Yeah, huh? who did you play with? Who did you uh, play with in co-op? My other member of the app podcast, Andy. Ah. 
it's it's just good fun. So how did you how did so do you live near each other then? Um, not anymore. I went back for a week and surprised him. I went, hey, I'm back. Hi, do you remember me? He has and, a, um, a, a surrogate robot that allows him to do things in other places controlled remotely. There you go. That's um, and yeah, we we played together there. And sadly, no online co-op, which is no. That's why I asked because obviously there's no yeah. online co-op in this game. You've got to be sat next to each other to play. I also got a flatmate of mine to do the one controller co-op because you can use one controller for two characters. Oh yeah, I've seen that. You can like have one stick each, don't you? It's really clunky. Oh, I can I imagine. imagine. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's I can a imagine great idea though. Like I, I'm happy it's there, but it's got clunky as hell. It seems like it's an idea that is nice for like ten people, and then everybody else is like, "Why bother having this?" And the amount of work used to make it happen just seems ridiculous. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's not a big game. I found I finished it already. It's not a big game. Yeah, but, but it's it's good fun at last. It's quite expensive though for what it was. I paid fifteen for it. Yeah. Yeah, I managed to get in this. It was on sale for about £10 when I bought it. Uh, maybe it's my fault buying it on the Xbox. I don't know. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Uh, but I've been speaking for a while. Uh, who wants it next? Who wants it next? I can keep going. But no, wow, I think, I think we all have lives. Yeah, so. Have you played some other stuff? What else? Anything interesting? That's a question. Ah, shit. Uh, Gears of War 4? Yeah, anyway, we'll move on. Resident uh, Evil Zero HD? Yeah, we're definitely moving Call on. Call of Duty Infinite Warfare? No, no more. That's enough. Right, uh, yeah, Jude, what have you been I got a little story time first, so strap oh, no, in, people. Watch. My favorite time, it's story time. Story, story time. All right, I bought a game that I had to use the DVD drive in my computer for. But Ooh. but it, it didn't... Uh, okay, when I bought my SSD... My stainless oh. steel drive, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. On the it, uh, it required a, one of the SATA cables. So I, I was like, I don't have one. Oh, I'll use the one for my DVD drive. I never used that. So that was many, many months ago. So just why I'd say it means solid state, state drive. Solid state, I'm sorry. No, he was joking. You were no, joking. Stainless right? steel, yeah. Anyway, uh, no, actually, I did say the wrong thing. I'm an idiot. I, I thought you were joking. No, <laughs> I just couldn't. My brain's not working very well right now. Anyway, uh... Yeah, sometimes I'm an idiot. So I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, I will. So when I went to get this game, I was like, oh, I need to hook it up again. But I thought I had only unplugged the power. And then I realized, oh, wait, no, I need a data cable. So I called this place in town. And I was like, hey, do you have SATA cables? He's like, yeah. I was like, I need a data cable. He's like, okay. So I went there. He sold it to me. I paid the money. I got back home. I look at it. I start hooking it up. I'm like, damn it. This is a power cable. And it was my yeah. own fault for not checking it at the store, I guess. But I looked on the receipt, and he had written power cable. So I was like, damn it. So I had to go back out, get a, you know, swap it out, come back home, plug it in. And then the game wanted me to update Xbox Live, Games for Windows Live. And I was like, really? Oh, no. Games for Windows? Nobody uses that anymore. <laughs> get out of here. But well, it Apart wouldn't... from Games for Windows. Well, <laughs> nobody plays Games for Windows, though. That's stupid. So whatever. Is it even online? Is it even online? Games for Windows. It's still going. Yeah. When I played, um, God, what game was that? Trying to think what the hell game it was. That stupid, that thing with the Lance thing where uh, people people can fly game. What was that called? Ghost. No. (laughs) Uh, The one where you stomp things and it's it's, you have like a a leash thing and you can pull stuff out of the air and. Oh, that game was called. Like anybody fucking gives a shit. (laughs) But that made me sign into Windows. 
into win- games for Windows when I'm anyway, putting it in. Anyway, I got the game oh, working, and it's it. awesome. Would you like to guess which game it is? Well, I assume... Uh, is it new? Nope. Oh, it's not a new game. No. I wouldn't be if it's games for Windows. Yeah, well, no. And I it's on it a DVD mean... drive. Well, yeah, you can still buy those. Yeah. I think you can, Weird enough, no I bought some PC games on discs as well. Yeah, you can still buy new PC games on discs. How about this? Well, no, I, this, you... this is the fourth time I've bought this game. Oh, my God. Well, Skyrim again? Nope. Oh. Trying to think what else you bought many times. <laughs> yeah. The the time I bought it I for the PS2, I, don't know I was disappointed because it's a different game on the PS2. PS2? Is it, is it a Mercenaries game? Nope, it is not. Ah. I wish that was available for games for Windows. It's a game I wanted to buy on Steam, but they took it off of Steam for some reason. Oh, God. I know. What is it? Oh, God, Say it. Solid. <laughs> it runs so oh, well oh, on the PC, oh, man. It's beautiful. Whoa, oh, stop kidding yourself, man. You're just kidding yourself. No, this game rocks. As soon as it started, I was like, yes, I am back, baby. And the opening song. Just watch the films, man. Just no. watch the films. No, because the game is awesome. <laughs> Can I make P60 FPS? What's that? Yeah, is it it's 60 frames a second? Is uh, it on the PC? It, it? it works great. Yeah, does it? Question. Yeah. It, I mean, it literally. I mean, come on, dude. Let's be honest here. Right? Oh, this yeah, here's literally. the opening song. Hang on a second. Where is it? You go somewhere come on. a little more quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. What, what I was, was about to say is, let's, let's be honest here, Duke, right? Yes. Quantum of Solace is literally COD with a 007 skin. That's fine. But it's not, it's not as it hectic as COD. Is. The single player is not as hectic as COD. Like, the single player is, I don't know, it's not, I mean, it's not leisurely, but it's just, I don't know, everything feels so good. And, you know, you blow things up and people are like, ah! And you can run into people and press Q and you crack them in the head and... I don't know. It's it, it's probably partly because I've played it so much, but it just fits like a, a friendly shoe. Oh, look, I admire <laughs> you. I do. I admire that you love that game so much. But it's ridiculous because, yeah, I spent $10 online to get it, and then I had to spend cable. $5 on this cable, and then I had to spend a lot of time getting it set up, and it was downloading updates. I'm like, what does it need to update? <laughs> you're just mad i mean you're seriously mad so let well so how much did this game actually cost you all together <laughs> 15 dollars well is that including the cables including your the cable. time driving around to wherever you have well to as you from? know i have an electric car so i'm only spending electricity <laughs> yeah. so there you go cost you no nothing. gas involved yeah <laughs> no just your energy yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pushing pedals. So anyway, that was my story time. It was very exciting. Yeah. Step, Step J says, what game are we talking about? Quantum of Solace. Duke has yet again bought Quantum of Solace. The best there you go. James Bond game ever made. I said That's it. That's possibly true. No, it's Although, not. Everyone says GoldenEye is. But I was just going to say, people who love GoldenEye would probably disagree well, with you. of course. You. Nobody's going to agree. I've never met anybody or heard from anybody who likes Quantum of Solace. Never mind loves it like I do. No, I've never heard from anybody who... So if you're out there listening and you like Quantum of Solace, the video game, holler at me. I need affirmation from someone else who agrees with me that it's a great James Bond game it's just your you know it's just your guilty pleasure dude really, it's a isn't great it? i'm not guilty i don't feel guilty about loving that game well you it's should beautiful. do 
it's a pleasure. That's it, but it is a pleasure. Uh, Rocket League is my guilty pleasure, and I've been playing a lot of that. And what else? Skyrim Special Edition. Oh, Elysium Estate got ported to the Skyrim Special Edition mod Nexus. Woo-hoo! I know we've what all been that, waiting for that. And what does that do exactly? It's a player home. It's the best player home there is. It's oh. a very nice house outside of Whiterun. And it's beautiful. And it's got like t- 10 mannequins in the basement. So you can put all your, you know, when you kill Thalmor bastards, you can put their clothing on the mannequins and remember about the time when you killed them. And it's got places for your kids to sleep, and it's got a place for your wife to sleep. Now the problem here's the interesting thing about Sky uh, Elysium Estate and the special edition: you can't. There is no mod right now that where you can tell your follower like, "I want you to live here now." It, right now, your followers are in your homes that are like technically your homes, like Bree's home and that. So I know people are like falling asleep as soon as I talk about this, but whatever. Well, do you know what though? To be fair, it's like I said when when this was released, it was like a whole new game. Like it was suddenly it, the first time it had been released. There were articles on how the the best way to play Skyrim is, how to level the up. The best your way character. to play Skyrim is to just play it. Yeah, what's well, your yeah. best character build? Tuscan likes Quantum Solace. Yeah, that's my dog right there. Oh, Tuscan, don't, don't encourage he platinumed it. Jeez. it. Now, nice. I'm not going to be doing that because that's like, you know, kill this one guy with one bullet and all that. I'm like, eh, forget it. I'm just trying to run around and shoot bad guys. Step J is asking his chinny dad. Yes, yep, he is. He died. Sorry. Yep, he died. Sorry. Yep. Uh, um, anyway. So, and then I got Battlefield 1. Wow. Ah! You caved. I caved because, I don't know, people were talking about it, and I was like, yeah, I should get that at some point. And I was like, ooh, I'll wait for a sale. And I'm like, you know what? It's not going on sale anytime soon, so I'm playing it. I did have a problem where when I tried to join a server one time, it just loaded forever. And it's one of those things where, like, you don't want to be impatient, but after, like, 10 minutes, I was like, wait a minute. This has been loading forever. So I had to force quit it and then restart it, and then it worked again after that, but. Um, it's really good. Like it's, you know, I, I think the, 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 the guns problem that I was worried about in terms of, you know, like you don't have red dot sights and all that stuff, but it's, it's okay. It's not a big deal because the, the problem that I have right now is that the, um, the healer class starts off with a single shot gun and the assault class starts off with a, an automatic gun. So, you know, when I play as a healer, I think I have the, um, automatic gun, so I hold down the mouse button and I'm just hit firing at once and then just sitting there with my finger on the mouse button while the enemy is brrr, killing me. And then when I remember, oh yeah, I got a single shotgun, click, 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 click. And then for whatever reason, I'll need to go back to the assault class and then like I'm using the assault gun, but click, 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 and like screwing up. So I need, I, I need, you got to save up like basically the equivalent of shroot bucks if anybody watches the u.s office um you got to save up the in-game currency to buy better guns so i'm working on that now for the especially so, the so can you plans. get an automatic weapon for the medic then yeah yeah you can yeah yeah so you've just got to wait till you've got enough cash to buy it. yeah and i'm hoping that it'll be like a decent gun because they don't show you stats for any of the guns that you unlock it's just like here's this other gun you can unlock and i'm like it better be a decent gun no, that's so, not true. But, I take that back. That's not true. I think they do show you, like, you know, the green and red bars. Like, it's better than what you have now, or it's not as good. So, so is yeah. is there a way to get this quicker if you can't be asked? Can you buy space books, as I it were? No, maybe. I, I haven't really looked into it, to be no, honest. I'm, no, I'm suggesting that you should. I just well, I don't worry, because I won't. 
But I don't know. There's a lot of people who play Battlefield games. You know, it's funny, Antonio, when you asked me, like, so why do you play Rocket League so much if you don't rank up? Like, that's the way most – I know that that's how most people play Battlefield and Call of Duty and all that. It's like they want to get all the different guns. They want to get all the different, you know, medals or whatever you can get with the different guns. Not me. I'm trying to get flags. I want to get flags. I want to win the game. That's it. I don't yeah, care about my when rank. I, when I played I, Battlefield 1, that's all I did was try and get flags. Yeah. That's like, what I'm that all was my about. main objective instead of killing. And it's crazy, too, because, you know, of course, new maps, I don't know how they work. And so I was at this flag, and I was right in front of it, and I'm, like, looking around. Nobody else is around, but we're losing the flag. And I was like, what's going on? And, of course, stupid me, there's an area underneath the flag. And I was like, no, duh. So I chucked a grenade in there and took them all out and got the flag. What? <laughs> there you so, go. Yeah, it's good. Battlefield 1 is, you know, it's bad. it's more Battlefield, but it's old-timey battlefield so you know the the most satisfying part for me is that when a plane goes overhead i can shoot it and i will do some damage because they're obviously much weaker planes than back in the day so see you've taken all that shit into account it's realistic but i don't have a role i don't have an rpg i was about to say i don't have a role-playing game oh my god you know so i can't i can't take out a tank with a role with a role for the role-playing god damn it with a rocket what are you trying to say with an RPG, you know, I, I can't. Oh, yeah. I don't know how you're supposed to take out oh, tanks. Role playing game. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you just throw Dungeons and Dragons at it. Take that tank. What are you doing tonight? So we've got stainless steel hard drive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Welcome to the Duke doesn't know how to talk show. I was going to say the veteran stands for tired, but yeah, yeah exactly. maybe not. <laughs> it does. Oh my god, is that it for you? That's it for me. Yeah, is that it for you? Um, I'm very near to the end of Owl Boy. I'm so cl- I can almost touch it. I'm that close. People keep tweeting me about this game. So good. It is so good, Antonio. It's so good, and and it's it's hard. It's a hard game. Like the but is it what, Bloodborne? No. Is, is it harder than Bloodborne? No. It's not hard. No, and well, yes, yes. I <laughs> but what what they do really, really well is that there are some really hard bosses, but there's some downtime in between the bosses. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's not, it doesn't feel as punishing, even though you may die a certain number of times trying to beat a boss. You you sort of once you get past that boss, you might have a little bit of sort of breathing space for a bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And. What they also do, which is kind of cool, is as you unlock more characters to use as weapons, because that's basically what happens in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, the characters you sort of come into contact with can become sort of friends or allies of your character, and then you can pick them up and use them as weapons. Uh, some of the earlier enemies become really easy to sort of defeat, you know, as you get further into the game, because they have weapons that are much more effective. Yeah against here because obviously it's like it's kind of like because you keep coming back to the same areas as like a hub world if you will then you your sort of enemies around those areas are much easier to defeat and you can unlock more areas that you couldn't originally do because the weapons get rid of stuff you know it's very sort of you know and i hate using this phrase because everyone goes oh what the hell is that like metroidvania oh what the hell is that metroidvania uh so it's sort of um yeah, it just allows you to sort of you, you get sort of access to other stuff. Um, but yeah, still loving it. I'm very very close. I, I was gonna try and finish it this weekend, but I just didn't get a chance. Uh, well, didn't get a chance you. to finish it. I know, I know, and I'm so close. Honestly, and what's really nice where you your save game is there's like a progression bar. 
Yeah. So you can actually see visually how far Ooh, you are off the I end. I like that. That's really cool. I it is really cool. More games should do that. Yeah, really. So I know I've only got like a little bit, like a centimeter left at the end. So I'm like, I'm very close to the end. What up, Pedros? Uh, yeah. Uh, and like I say, a lot of games, like it's just such a little thing, but it's so effective because you can see at a glance how far you progress through the game before you start playing again. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a really nice little thing. You know what I mean? Everybody yeah. should do that. Stuff should do that. Or even like if games gave you a percent. I know they give, you see, what happens is, and this is what is it, you get games that have percentage complete, don't you? But it's all the whole thing complete. But it's bollocks because it's Pissing not just the story. It's not the story. It means all the side quests, all the yeah. all the shooting of pigeons or whatever yeah. the hell it may be. Yeah. It has to include it. So, it, so you might finish the game when it's only 60% complete. Whereas this is truly, that's how much you've got left to do. Yeah. So I kind of like that. So it's great. Look, I cannot honestly like recommend Owlboy enough to people. You should play this game. It's so good. Eh. So, so good. Uh, so, yeah, I've been playing that. Um, I've played a couple of demos this off the Steams. Uh, one of them I, I, I really liked and one of them I liked a bit. Um, and the one I really liked was a, a game called The Uncertain Episode 1. Yeah. And it's not the best animations, but they've taken kind of the Telltale formula. So it's very Telltale-like in, in sort of structure. And it's set in like a future world, kind of Terminator-like, where human race has been wiped out and, it's, and sort of robots have taken over the Earth. Yeah. Uh, and you play as one of said robots. So that's right. kind of what you're playing as, cool. and you kind of he's he's sort of self he's like he's almost like a robot farmer, so he's yeah. all self sufficient and he's got like a wind turbine on his roof to provide himself with electricity to recharge his batteries and all that sort of stuff. Like those uh, robots in Fallout 4 in that one settlement where it's all the robots doing the farming. Yeah, so it's it's kind of a cool premise that the robots take, but also that they have their advanced AI enough that they sort of understand stuff and, you know, want to make a life for themselves, if you will. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. And, and the, the way the demo plays out is you're sort of going about your day-to-day. -day. Some shady character wants you to make some sort of laser cutter for them. So he's like, oh, well, you made this laser cutter. So it's like, when's it going to be ready? And he starts giving you some shit, like, going, why is it not ready on time? Yeah. Uh, so there's, like, little puzzles, so you have to go and sort that out. Uh, and then a ship crash lands in your like land. So this ship crash lands, and you have to go and investigate, see what's going on. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, then you use your laser cutter to, or it's a plasma cutter, I think it's a plasma cutter, and then you go like and get in the spaceship to see what's happening and why it's crashed there. And uh, and the de and this spoiler for the demo. Uh oh, spoiler for the demo. Spoiler for the demo. Warning! Warning! There's like a robot pilot that's dying, and when you sort of finally get him all like turned back on and and sort of speak to him, he says, "Make sure, make sure they escape or something like that. Or make sure that they're safe." Dude. And you're like, "What? What? Who's safe? What's going on?" And uh, anyway, when you open the cargo hold door, there's humans inside. Oh my god! <laughs> But I thought, you know what? That was a really good end to the demo because now I want to know what happens and why, you know, when they thought yeah. the human race was wiped out, there's actually some there. Yeah. So so I thought it was kind of cool. I quite like that a lot. Uh, the other demo I played off Steam was a, a demo called Silence, um, which is kind of a point-and-click adventure game. But I kind of like this, but I'm not 
overly sure about it, but it was it was very nice aesthetically. Yeah. Uh, and this is sort of set. I can't I can't decide whether it's first or second world war. So uh-huh. the game begins with you running with your little sister to a bunker. Yeah. Uh, and then it gets bombed, and you sort of end up in this other dimension. So it seems kind of cool, but I I wasn't totally sold on the demo of that. So I don't know. I don't know, but it seems kind of cool. Uh, and then the only other thing I played this week is a VR game. Um, Here we are, the main event. Main event. Yeah, not so much. Not so oh. much. So this week a VR game came out called Space Rift, uh, which has been on the Steams for quite a while for Oculus and, and uh, HTC Vive. Mm-hmm. So when I look at the reviews, and they were they were pretty overall quite positive on the steam so I thought, well, maybe it's worth a punt you know they're saying it's pretty good and sort of space sim you know elite dangerous sort of light stuff but it's got a good story everyone's like oh it's got a really cool story like interesting story so i was like oh, you know or this is the first vr game with a proper story so i was like all right so i read the description it's like like professional voice actors you know and all this sort of so full dialogue so i was like oh maybe it's going to be pretty cool this maybe pretty cool so I loaded it up, did all that, you know, downloaded it. It's £15, so it wasn't crazy amounts of money. But it is only episode one. Yeah. So only episode one, 15 quid. Anyway, downloaded it all, got it going. It's all right. Yeah. It's not great. It's no it, owl boy. It's no Galaxy on Fire, I'll tell you that. But it's very similar. If, if you can imagine Galaxy on Fire in VR, but a bit shit. Yeah. Right? That's kind of what this game is. Because Galaxy on Fire 2 is is a pretty good game, and it's yeah. it's pretty cheesy, you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Very but cheesy. It, yeah, it's very cheesy, but it's interesting in it, in its own little way. Yeah. You know, and the graphically it looks pretty neat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, graphics but, are great. I love the graphics. Where is this? Galaxy on Fire. It's I don't know. It's it's a bit. The voice acting is is pretty terrible. Yeah. It's pretty. I mean, that, there is an example. If you go into, I know you're not a video streamer. But if you go into the show notes, I have linked to a part where there's some dialogue just to show you what it's like. Uh, so if you go into, onto the link, you'll be able to play a bit so people can tell quite how ropey this dialogue is. Silence? No, 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 no. Space what? Rift. Space Rift, sorry. That's the game I'm talking about. It's right. in space. Okay, here we go. Here's the dialogue. Uh, yeah, it's coming. It's coming. Any minute now. Any minute now. <laughs> Talk to Zaynab. I guess I'd better play along and see what I can get out of it. That was it. That's it. That's kind of That's the dialogue. It? That's what you Oh, jeez. Yeah, I think That's I'll play dumb. along and see what I can get out of it. And hey, it let's see if we re- skip ahead a little bit, if there's any better. Nope, flying around. Yeah. Flying around. Flying Flat around. around. Flying around. <laughs> flying around. You do Wait, a lot of flying around. around. like a table or something here. As long as we do not know who installed the tracker, the only thing I can trust is your distrust for each other. May your combined vigilance serve us well. That's pretty bad dialogue. It's it's not only bad dialogue, but badly acted as and well. Bad it's, voice acting, yeah. I, and I'll be honest, it took me totally out of the game. I was just like, this is awful. <laughs> this dialogue is not good. Yeah. Um, but it has a weird... Right, okay. So basically, you, you obviously it uses a gamepad, so you sort of up, down, left, right is obviously on your left stick, and then obviously you, you sort of pitch left and right is on your right stick. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> but it 
the aiming when you aim at another, you use the head tracking to do that. And, so you yeah. have to look at it. Yeah. And I, I found that really difficult to do. It's almost as though VR adds an extra meaningless layer of complexity into a thing that works fine the way it's already set up. But the ship, the ship isn't very maneuverable either. It seems yeah. to turn really slowly. Yeah. And even when you go in full speed, it feels like you're going really slow. And it's the only way you get close to an object that it feels like you're moving anywhere. Yeah. I don't know. I just it's it's all right. It was all right. You know. So the basic stuff, mining. Yeah. Uh, and the mining mechanic actually wasn't too terrible. So you send out a probe, and it sort of circles around the asteroid or whatever, and then you have to kind of try and stop it where there's the most stuff available and then you have to drill mm. and then detonate it gotcha. and obviously that then that collects all the, the stuff for you your sort of probe um but like i say that people going on about oh this is like best story in a vr i you know what the the rest must be pretty shit yeah really? if this is the if this is the best because it isn't great not at all yeah not at all um, so yeah, I'm not overly impressed. I gave it another go though. I sort of played it for a while, and I was like, oh, it's a bit boring. And um, yeah, I kept getting killed. And then the like the way that like the the combat, I just don't like the combat. It just does. Like I changed my weapon because you can change your weapons and upgrade them and stuff. So that I've, there's this like multiple burst laser thing. Yeah. So I thought, oh, I'll have that. I'll have that. That'll be better. Three at once. Um, but it kind of shortens your range or appears to shorten your range and it just looks shit when you shoot it it looks crap it's just yeah. like three straight sort of beams come out and then just disappear almost instantly and it's just like did i hit did i hit it then or did i not how you know what's the range on this i can't figure this out and it just i don't know and i'm not impressed yeah i'm not impressed this is the best that they've got to offer at the moment i'm i am sort of not impressed at all so I keep on waiting. I keep thinking at some point a really good game's going to come out. I mean, and to yeah. be honest, right, some of the money that I chance, like there's a game just come out called Robinson the Journey. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the um, games that was available to play at um, EJX. I think uh, Adamski played that. Yeah, because like, this, oh. this is by uh, Crytek. So Crytek made this. And the reviews for it are, are pretty shit. You know what I mean? It's not getting great reviews. But they want £59 for it Jeez. on PlayStation Store. I'm like, you're having a laugh. Do you know what? I'll pay 15 quid just to see if it's any good. Yeah. But I ain't paying no 59 quid for, you know, it's basically probably a bit of a shit game. Yeah. I mean, it's just they need to get the pricing structure right because some of these games like are cheap and cheerful, which is fine, you know. But, you know, like the Brookhaven experiment, that was 15 quid. So I'm fine with that, you know, for right, a sort right. of horde modey type shooter thing, which is fine and works quite well. But I'm not paying 59 quid for a VR game. They're having a laugh. Especially when none of these games can be considered a full game at the moment. Yeah. Anyway, that's my rant over. How many games do you actually have for the PSVR? Uh, quite a few. Sillyly, I bought quite a few because I have, well, I say quite a few. I've got... Um, what have I got? So I've got Res HD Infinite or whatever it is, Res Infinite, uh, Bound, uh, Brookhaven Experiment, and Space Rift. And that might be it, to be fair. I've played lots of demos, though. I've played like, as many demos that are available. And so. what's actually coming that you want to play? Not a lot. Like, <laughs> Not if, I was to buy, if I was to buy a PSVR, I'd want to buy two games, which is Until Dawn, Rush of Blood, and Resi 7. That's all I want to buy. Yeah, and to be fair, I mean, Resi 7, but then, you know, 
from what I can gather, the most of the VR stuff is in the like little vignette because they have like little vignettes within the game, don't they? But I think you can play the whole game in VR. Okay. But I'm not sure how that will work because it it seems that it's going to be the the mo the like the more proper VR stuffs isolated to these little like side things that you go into in the game. Mm. So I'm not really sure. I'm not sure, but but I'm I'm gonna have a look now because I have no idea what I've got that's upcoming. So like, uh, like to be fair, I picked up my PS4. I own four games for it, but it's an investment for the future because I know I'm gonna want uh, Persona Five. I want to get into the Yakuza games and stuff like that. But I don't see how the PSVR was a worthwhile investment. No, and I'm I you know and you well I've wasn't. Said this, I've said this quite a few times on the show already. I don't I don't feel like it was. You know what I mean? And I think that's that's the problem. And don't get me wrong, like I said, Res is excellent. And and hands down, out of everything I've played on the game, demos and full games, Res beats them all easily. And stupidly, that's a game that came out originally about 15 years ago. And I think that's the irony of this. <laughs> you know, the best game on it, in my opinion, uh, came out 15 years ago. I mean, I keep looking at, at Thumper. You know, because, you know, it looks cool. But I don't know whether it's going to be enough. You know, it's just not enough. So you, you didn't play anything at EGX which really made you want to get it? Like, sorry, uh, get. A, did you, you didn't play any games at EGX which you thought, I'm going to get that when I get my PSVR? Uh, no, well, I said I might pick up Windlands and then I didn't mm. anyway. That was good. Um, there is one that I've seen that's upcoming that looks pretty cool. And I can't, it's like a puzzle game. Okay. Uh, but I can't remember what it's called now. And you have your hands stuck in like a box, and that looks that looks interesting. But again, it's not really a fully fledged game, if you know what I mean. That's one of the biggest issues. It's just demos. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't the... think it's a demo, but it's more just like a. Well, yeah, game. yeah, like yeah. tech demos on this. You see, I don't get this Star Trek Bridge Crew thing. You know, that's been delayed now till next year, and and it's on. You can pre-order it for forty nine quid. And like, it's what's it gonna be? What are you literally? What is it gonna be? You know, we need more power to the whatever, Scotty. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? What is this game actually gonna entail? I don't know. It's I weird. don't know. The game I, if I bought PSVR, the game I want to play most is Tumble. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's because I. That's my favorite move game. Yeah. Do you it's know how just, much Tumble is? I'm gonna guess like fifteen or something. Seventy-five seven. pounds. No, seven quid. So oh. with Tumble, it's cheap as chips. Yeah, because that was pro- that was probably one of the best PS Move games. And, and it's, it's pretty good. It's, it's literally good. stacking blocks. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> okay. it's, it's pretty good. <laughs> Block yeah, stack. That is the game. Uh, in VR, it works really, really well because I played the demo for this, and I, I have nearly bought that a couple of times. But then I thought, how long will that take me? You know what I mean? I'm not going to be playing that forever. Uh, when, but, when do you play the PS VR? Uh, like time of day, roughly. In Normally. the morning, mainly. Oh, okay. In the morning, or if I'm off during the week. Uh, and sort of the wife isn't around. Yeah, I have played. I have played it while Kay's here. The other week, for instance, I was playing the um, the Brookhaven experiment while Kay was sat watching the telly because <laughs> so, she was watching something I didn't want to watch. So I sat with the PSVR headset on playing that instead. I kind of wanted a third view, which would be her and her disappointment. Yeah, really. <laughs> do, do you know what's interesting though? I did say to her, "This is kind of interesting, actually." But I said to her, "Look, you know, I'm thinking of." maybe getting rid of it, you know, and getting some money for it because there's just not enough stuff out at the moment. I said this to my wife, who doesn't game at all and pretty much has a look of disdain on her face if I even mention the word video games. (laughs) 
And she said, and this is true, this is this is partly why I've still not got rid of it, because she said, well, what happens if someone comes out that's, like, really good and you want to play it? You won't have it then, will you? I was like, <laughs> no, I won't. So, so there's so, a false hope of something coming. <laughs> yeah, you know, in the in the mythical land of VR, there's going to be some great games so, coming, and you're going to want to make sure you're able to play them. How come you didn't get an Oculus over this? Because you have a pretty good PC, right? I do, but not. it's not Oculus ready. Because really? I've, I've got quite an old video card, so uh, my video card's a 770. Oh, right, I thought you which had Which is a... pretty good. Which is, you know, it'll run pretty much anything now, a 770, because it's still a pretty good card. Um, but not obviously enough to... I mean, they've just released a patch now for Oculus that allows you to run any 900 or 1000 series card, and it'll run with any of those. So my, you can run it with a 960 now. My GP was the one below the minimum. So yeah, well, you could, you could run it now. I couldn't, oh. Well, mm. Yeah, so you can run it now, but it probably won't be quite as sort of optimized as it is on the bigger cards. So, yeah, they've just punched it. Uh, but the other reason, I'll be honest with you, the other even if I had had um, a good enough PC, I'd have had to sit, like, because my PC's in the conservatory, and, it, you know, it gets pretty cold in here in the winter. So I'd have had to sit in here playing it. So at least I can sit in the warmth of my living room and play it. You know what I mean? I can put in the warmth of my living room and play this game that I don't like. I know, yeah. Are you normally sat? Yes, most mostly sat. Mostly sat. From what I've seen, apart from like the tech demo style ones, a lot of them just use the controller anyway. Yes, they do. Yeah, they do. (laughs) Although to be fair, the Brookhaven Experiment one uses both of the move controllers. Really? Yeah. So one's your torch. And one's your weapon. Because uh, I've so I've, someone a few floors down from me, because I'm in a big apartment complex, has a PSVR, so I gave it a bash. And it's it's so much, it's just so much more fun using the move controllers for like until dawn. But there's oh, so yeah. little games that actually let you do that. Yeah, the move controllers were, and they work much much better. I've mm. had major problems with picking up my controller in my living room now, whether it's the lighting or where the windows positioned or whatever, it struggles. But the PS move controllers, it pretty much always picks them up with no issues at all i still think that was one of the biggest issues of the psvr using the move controllers because it's six-year-old hardware it is but they're not they're not terrible i mean i think people have exaggerated how bad they are to use to be i don't think they're terrible it's just i was quite shocked that they used that like i would have thought that they would have remade maybe the navigation controller that came with the move to have also move capabilities sorry i'm to have psvr capabilities so then you can have an analog stick maybe (laughs) Maybe. But then the majority of games that you get don't really use free movement. So the majority of games either have you stationary in one position. Yeah. Or they do this kind of camera switch sort of mode so it so it's less nauseous. So rather than having free turning, it'll sort of turn in increments. It's just a bit naff, isn't it? This VR shit. <laughs> <laughs> As someone who's played nearly every type of gaming VR, including... Gear I've played, VR yeah, stuff. I've played all of them apart from Gear VR. I've never tried a Gear VR, but I've played everything else. Um, it depends how you look at it. Yeah. Because every time I've not played it for a while, I think, yeah, it's a bit, I don't know. I'm still not totally convinced, even though I'm a big sort of uh, positive person about VR. You know, I'm not totally convinced. And then I'll not play it for a while. And then when I play it again, I think, oh, yeah, this is this is cool. You know, every time I sort of play it again, I think, yeah, it is cool. You know, like you're looking around in this virtual space. 
there is that first time in years. Like when I first used the PSVR, I felt it was really cool. Like you know, actually using the gun magazines properly and stuff. Yeah. But even afterwards, I felt like I wouldn't want to buy one for years and years. Yeah. Yeah. Like I will buy one of these one day when it's discontinued. <laughs> when it's discontinued, I don't think. I think the problem is, and I've said this many, many times, and you know, a lot of the developers and people like that are saying this now that. At the moment, the developers that are making stuff for VR are like, like we keep saying, tech demos. Mm. They're kind of not really thinking about, right, this is this whole new hardware that does this, this, and this. How can we make a unique experience that's actually sort of got some depth to it and is also something that people will want to play, you know, and not just something that we're charging 15 pounds or 20 dollars or whatever it is for like an hour's experience? What can we do that's actually better than that with this first of all duke and listeners i'm sorry secondly oh i'm so sorry hit the mic but um secondly i'm taking a micro nap it's okay that's all right (laughs) yeah he is he is power nap what kind of game would you actually want to make it worth the purchase like i was happy with my purchase of the ps4 because of uncharted but that's obviously an old ip would you like to play like like an old ip get a new vr experience as in a properly made vr experience or an entirely new IP, what would you want to make it worthwhile? Yeah, I'd want something entirely new. Yeah, okay. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm not the developer, I guess, but I don't know. I need something that's sort of... that you could only get on VR. So something that would only work in a VR space. Now, what that is, I have no clue. Mm. Do you know, but something that actually makes you feel like... I don't think anyone knows. That's the issue. No. You see, I mean, obviously, Orco83 in the chat said, like, a good horror game. But... See, I, I, I played Here They Lie. Yeah, uh, I think it's meant it's to be called. awful. It's, it's not that awful. good. It's no, It can it's be scary, be but that's because you're in the space. Like, if there was... A, if, if Outlast or Agony got a VR option, I think that would be great. It would be great, but I'd be worried. I mean, after playing the kitchen demo, I'd be worried. I played. I played that. I thought it was really good. It's horrible. It's, it's <laughs> literally horrible, though, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. It's good, but yeah, it's horrible. You know, I felt myself physically moving backwards. You know, sort of. I wasn't. You know, and I think that's a problem with with some of these experiences. If, I think once you start putting horror into the equation, there is a chance that you know you could kill someone. You know, someone would sort of get so stressed that they would have a heart attack or something. You know, because let's be honest with you. You know. They, us gamers, a lot of us aren't maybe in the fittest of states. What do you, you say? Speak for yourself, dude. I'm in top yeah. physical condition right yeah. now. You know, we're not we're not going out jogging every day, and you know we're all trim and whatever. That's because jogging's for nerds. <laughs> so just, just, yeah, but just put a health warning at the front. Most games have a health warning anyway. Of yeah, take take a take if a break you, every every hour. It should just say like, do not play this are. game. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like at the moment. It, you know, and someone else, someone else said this, and it is kind of true, and I hate to agree, but a lot of the games on here are, are like a light gun game with a VR headset. See, yep. that's one of my favorite genres of games, light <laughs> gun games. But I'm Lethal gonna Enforcers! A, I'm not going to buy an entire set to play it. You know? Area 51. Yeah, and let's be honest, the, the light gun sort of add-ons that you used to buy for stuff weren't sort of 350 quid worthy. No. So like when I um, but when, on the uh, plus side, sorry, on the plus side, you don't have a dog laughing at you if you miss the ducks. <laughs> That's true. Most of the games I have on my PS3 are light gun games made for the PS3 because the move. Yeah. That's yeah. but 
again, like I bought them all really cheap. There's a reason they're so cheap. No one bought them. Yeah, House of the Dead <laughs> would work yeah. fine in VR. That's why I said this on my podcast. If they had put House of the Dead or oh, um, anything like awesome. that on PSVR, I, I would it would tip the balance for me. What? <laughs> would it? Is that what it would take? Genuinely, imagine House of the Dead two in PSVR. That'd be fantastic. Oh, yeah. Like having having James just speak to you. I get to see the terrible voice acting up close, personal. <laughs> It'd be you beautiful. see, I mean, to put it into some sort of perspective here, like Bound. It's quite a unique game. Have you seen Bound with the ballet dancer and I everything? I played that, uh, Ejects. Yeah, not, weird, not in VR, though. Yeah, totally weird game, right? Yeah. And, and you basically play as a ballet dancer, and it, it's uh, it's kind of interesting. The ending, I lied. The, the story premise is actually kind of cool. It's kind of cool. But I played it, I've played it, obviously, in normal 2D and played it in VR. And in VR, it completely transforms the game. You know, from playing it as a 2D game to playing it in... Well, it's a, it's a 3D game, should I say, but a flat game, should I say, rather than in 3D. So a flat sort of platformer. You know, it, it's very... So it feels very standard 3D platformer, but once you play it in VR and you're in that space, it does feel totally different. Uh, Duke, would you get Quantum Solace for you? <laughs> oh... Oh, you know, I mean, yeah, like, I, I've, I've thought about Skyrim VR. That would be pretty intense. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'd have to try it. That's the thing, is I would never buy a VR system without spending at least two hours playing it beforehand. And I'm just not bothered in general. Like, I've never played one of these games and thought, you know, it would be so much better if I could look around me. Because you can look around by moving the mouse a little bit, so it's not necessary. You can't, but it's it's hard to describe. And the other, the other no, thing, I know. Again, I mean, whatever. Like, it's, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's like opening up... Uh, 200 other degrees of the view so it's not yeah. just that you're looking behind you it's that you can see peripheral vision you can see above and below you and so forth you can and what's well just to go back to bound as well you know as with res it's probably one of the best optimized games so res and bound for me are optimized really well they both look really sharp graphically it shows that you can make games look good on that vr headset if you take the time and that's fine it and i know that that will happen over time right now we're at the birth of the vr process and presumably in five years there'll be much better graphics that's not the concern for me the concern for me i think i mean first of all it just feels dumb and i don't care but the other thing is that you know like we talked about that game you played last week Stu, where you were standing yeah. in one spot and firing at you know zombies or whatever like you know unless you get unless you have you know a treadmill underneath you that can allow you to move in any direction you want it's never going to be satisfying to be in the game because you won't be able to jump around and whatnot yeah no so, no you're not wrong i just that, and that's to be a major stumbling but then for me. as gamers do we really want to be jumping around in no games? that's why i don't give a shit because <laughs> the, unless it's a game where you're, you know rocket league might be interesting in vr because you're sat in the car right but oh god that'd be horrible it would be horrible. That's the thing. I mean, maybe. I don't know. It's hard to say. It might be awesome. Uh, the way I play, it, I'd be terrified for my life. Yeah. But, like, I've actually done an experience like that, have, walking on a treadmill with a headset on using a, a fake gun. Really? Yeah, it was at, um, It was actually at one of the EGXs. I think it was 2012, I think. Yeah. They had a Half-Life 2 demo of it. It's fun. But like five minutes. Mm-hmm. And I think that helps the point. It's just 
I, I was thinking, all these peripherals, they're great experiences. Like when I first got the PS Move, I loved it. When I first got the iToy, I loved it. Right. But it just kind of fades off because well, you want to sit down VR and play the controller. Soon. Yeah. And that's um, my worry with my VR headset if I bought one. Yeah. You know, when you were asking what would make me sort of keep it or what game would sort of make me go, oh, yeah, I'll definitely um, keep hold of it for that. Yeah. Would be, I'll tell you what it would be, right? And I know I'm, I'm going to get grief for this because I own the PC oh. version of this game. Oh, oh. But if they brought Elite Dangerous to the PS4 and PSVR, I would probably keep it for well, that. Well, you have that massive controller, don't you? I do have a whole task controller, yes. I have one of those. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that would that would potentially do it. What about something like Steel Battalion, then? No. I was no? never into that, really. No. No, that was never my World kind of thing. tanks or something. I mean, it might be better to have a game where, yeah, you have to be in like a, I don't know, like a Tron think, light cycle game could be cool, right? Because you're like yeah. sitting on the, you know, you have to play it on a bicycle or something. Yeah, they, they, those are the kinds of games that work the best in VR. Of course. Where you sort of sat in a, but the third person. But I don't, I don't think there's enough possibilities to make games like that. What I've been surprised at, though, is that third person games work really, really well in VR. But see, that just seems you know, stupid to me. No, it does work really, really well because you obviously because you're always direct. The camera's always directly behind the character in the game. It like Res is obviously third person, but that works really, really well. So I've been surprised how well that works. Yeah, uh, better than I thought. Yeah, than I thought. So I don't know. We'll this see concludes what the, the VR discussion of this it week's does. show. It does. Let's, let's actually talk. There is some news this week. So you wouldn't get that. Putting news first. Sorry, you wouldn't get what. You wouldn't get this, would you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you wouldn't get VR. I'd actually talk. listen. I'm <laughs> oh, yeah. actually kind of interested to know what they're doing and have planned. Yeah, so no more VR talk. That's it now, okay? Yeah. Right, okay. First My bit of news. My fingers are crossed. <laughs> First bit of news this week. Uh, Obduction is coming to PS4. <laughs> That's got VR support. Sorry. With PSVR support. There you go. I hit the sound effect too soon. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, so there you go. Uh, so you go. Obduction, the spiritual successor to Myst, uh, made by the series creator Cyan, is coming to the PS4. Better yet, it will have PlayStation VR support. There you go, dude. Uh, I still have so back to that. I need to. It may not come as a surprise as the PC version already received Oculus Rift support on Halloween, approximately two months after its late August launch. Uh, so I'm going to try and be chini here. So accent, please. Um, something French. I can do. Something I can French. do. Sorry, go on. French. French. Oh, wee wee wee. I don't know. I'm rubbish at this, but let's do this. Uh, wee wee. After 20 years, uh, we are thrilled to be heading back to the console. That's just crap, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, said Cyan CEO and miscreator mis- Rand Miller. Uh, with its Yay. massive player base and rich PSVR experience, uh, PlayStation is a perfect platform to introduce abductions, meticulously crafted worlds, to the millions seeking it to magically transport themselves elsewhere. Ha 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 ha. So I just go. don't think the world of abduction is as engaging as the world of mist and ribbon. There you go. What about if they release mist on VR? There you go. What about that? Maybe. Mm, maybe. Mm. Anyway, so we'll move on. Anyway, so that's happening. That is yeah. happening. Um, okay. Here we go. Some news for you. You'll like this news, dude. This is your kind of news. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fumito Ueda uh, shares some final thoughts on the game before it's released next month, which is The Last Guardian. Oh, my God. 
Oh, God. Is it coming out on the um, Wii U? Because I just bought a Wii U. Uh, no, it's not coming out oh, on Wii U. Oh, man. Yeah, so it's going to be uh, PS4 on I know I was joking. You know what I mean? Uh, anyway, but one of his... Uh, one of his main points was this. He, say, he says his hope is that the player uh, feels the, the actual existence of the Trico or of Trico by the end of the game. Ah. So you want to feel always, it. People always say, you know, we want to feel the, you know, feel the game. Has there ever been a game where you actually genuinely were felt something for it? Apart from, yeah, it was good. Yeah, yes, Eco. Yeah, loads I got of to know Yorda pretty well. I felt close to her. Morrigan in Dragon Age Origins, man. Come on. Yeah, come I on. I cared man. about her. But, but has there ever been a time when a developer has explicitly said, you know, we hope you, you know, get in, you know, love a character and yeah. you actually felt No. That? Yeah, David Cage every time those, he makes a game. Those who know won't tell and those who will tell don't know. The there more he know. started think... bragging about his honor, the faster we started counting our spoons. If somebody can do that, they just do it. They don't talk about it. And David Cage talks about, you'll actually have experience. It's like, shut up. No, you won't. When Peter Molyneux talks about, you're going to love this dog. I'm like, no, I will not. Yeah. You just got to let the player decide. Exactly. Just let it be what it is. Let it be what it is, man. But to the moon for me, for definite. You yeah. know, all the characters in that. It's great. So good. So, good. so many good games. Huh? But that, I think that's what I look for. Is some sort of emotional connection to it. You know where you get it because you get an emotional connection to films, you get an emotional connection to books. Yeah. Uh, but it's few and far between when that happens in a video game. Mm. Yeah. Not to say I, it doesn't happen, but it doesn't happen nearly as often. Right. Like, my, my if I had to say one, mine would be Silent Hill 2 for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I doubt anyone would agree with, but that's my kind of, I would need to spiritual, but you know, my emotional connection to a game, I'd say that. Yeah. any game but i think i mean again i know we we went over this last week i mean the problem is in that you know games are using the same mechanics in pretty much every third person shooter every pretty much every first person shooter pretty much the, the mechanics don't change very much and it's what what else is there beyond that and that's what interests me yeah that's why i that's why i think i got so into overwatch and still am is because Sure, there's technically 23 classes, but they're 23 characters, which just, you know, play a role, almost. Right. It's so refresh. That shooter is so refreshing to me. Yeah. And I think that's the trouble. That's it's kind of the holy grail, isn't it? That's what we're kind of looking for. But I think developers, for me, have got kind of complacent. I'm much less excited now than I used to be when a new game, like a new game comes out. You know, or something different, because it, it, it never is that different. Do you understand what I mean? I mean, let's be honest here. Uncharted 4, and it's nuts and bolts, is kind of like every other third-person cover shooter. Yes, the characters that made me want to buy But it's the characters in the story that makes you want to go through that game and keeps you moving forward, and that's what we need. I can't, you know I'm trying I mean? to remember the last, like, story. I guess Fallout 4 is, like, the last story-based game I really got into. And that wasn't really a great story. Well, I liked the story a lot. I mean, I know, know, but it wasn't great. It's not. It's but it's and it's mostly because it was Bethesda. Like there, it doesn't matter about the story for me. It's the mechanics. It's the world, and I think they did a good job with the world. So I'm just trying to think. Like I don't think story generally does it for me because I'm not generally impressed by stories in video games ever. Yeah, but that's because they're not. 
the, well, most of the time, they're not brilliantly written, are they? Right. Or brilliantly Bioware acted. does a good job with their stories, obviously. They do. No, I'm not saying all of them. I'm saying, you know, on a lot of the times that right. you play it. Right. You know, they're not they're not great. So. so that's the thing. For me, it's so much about mechanics, and I don't have to buy new games to get new mechanics. I, I've got, you know, years and years of them that I've never explored. But that's what we're saying. The, the thing, what, what makes you want to buy the next game you know what's going to keep you coming back i mean and there's it's been not there isn't <laughs> for no me. i mean there's been signs of this in the last two weeks hasn't there because obviously the latest call of duty hasn't sold nearly as well as its predecessor yeah you know as we know uh titanfall 2 has sort of not sold very well at all that's yeah. a shame it's a good game <laughs> i know i know and in this week's uh news dishonored 2 sales are down 40 percent compared to the first game i yeah so it's it's kind of there's kind of a pattern forming, isn't there? Wow. And I think that's Titanfall what I mean. Titanfall 2 is already half price on Origin. What? Really? Yes. Yeah, wow. Titanfall 2 you can pick up for 23. There's a discount oh. for 20% off as well, so you can get it for 26 quid. Should yeah, I should. Yeah. I, I looked at it, but I just cannot be bothered. No, I can't. So I, I can't be bothered installing Origin again. <laughs> no, that is a big issue. If it had been Steam, I'd have been, I'd have been there in a second for 26 quid. You know what I mean? But that's a sign as well. They're already discounting the game on Origin, on EA's website. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. But I think I think developers are getting a bit complacent. And I think they're also... You see, and the other thing is, like, what we used to get when we came to the end of a console cycle, or was coming to the end of a console, that's when the best games would come out. Because they were trying to get whatever power was left in that console out of it. Right. Whereas now we've got the, you know, the PS4 Pro, so they don't have to worry about that. Yeah. You know, we've got the, the obviously whatever Microsoft Scorpio thing's going to be. You know what I mean? And I don't think they need to push as hard as they used to. And also, exclusives don't play as as a, much of a major role now as they used to. And either. I also have to think that the market is kind of... I mean, you know, saturated is a dramatic word, but there are so many more games out now, and the same types of games. There's, you know, three times as many first-person shooters out yeah. now as there were when Call of Duty first started going... You know, when Call of Duty 4 came out. And now they distinguish. And they're, 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 every game... They try to make into a franchise, hence we've got Dishonored 2, hence we've got Watch Dogs 2 coming out, yeah. or just came out, hence we've got Titanfall 2. You know, every game's got to be a franchise. No, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be. Not every game has to be a franchise. Well, that's always been the case, though. I mean, Super Mario Brothers, Donkey Kong. Yeah, true. True enough. But they but they mainly bring out a new one on the next console. You don't get like... yeah, I, I know you get multiple Mario games on the same one, but not to the same degree they don't bring one out every year that's true do you know what i mean so when you do get a new one it's probably been quite a long time since you got the last one certainly is true of zelda yeah exactly <laughs> exactly but that all being said you know the last guardian could be this game's sort of standout or this year's standout game you know what i mean should i say uh you know was originally announced in 2007 that's how long ago they announced The Last Guardian. That was the E3 that this game was announced at. Yeah. So it's been a long time coming, you know what I mean? Nine years is in the making on this game. Same as Owlboy, nearly. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. There you go. So the two best games this year could have been taken 10 years to make. Who knew? <laughs> um, okay, that all being said, that all being said, um... Yeah, Red Dead Redemption 2 news, people. Chi oh will be disappointed, isn't he? 
Yeah. Uh, tell uh, us, but, tell us. Uh, this is what the Take Two boss said. He said, I think the time's all right for a big, sprawling, optimistic view of America again. What? Red, Red optimistic? Yeah. That's a joke. We'll be, we'll be full of incredible emotional depth. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can expect there to be a great story elements and great gameplay elements, according to GameSpot. Sorry, who uh, is this? This is uh, Take Two's Strauss Zelnick. Apparently, is Take Two developing Red Dead Redemption? No, no, they're the publisher. Okay. So that's who cares what? Um, that's not, yeah. that's not a new story. That's like saying like Red Dead Redemption Two is probably going to have guns in it. It's going to be full of emotional death. Well, he should have, he should be in the know, man. He's you know he is a publisher for for having said, but he is going to say that because he wants to sell the game to us. But yeah, look, but it's not make it an look, important news star. story. It's Rockstar. We're going to expect it to be good. Come on, people. Well, of course it's going to be good. And the emotional depth is like, duh, the first one had incredible emotional depth. That is true. That is true. But uh, we need to get serious now because the potential game of the year has been released on early access this just this week. Oh, my God. What is it? Uh, genital jousting. What the f- Oh, <laughs> yeah. Funky Winker Beam. What the hell is that? <laughs> uh, so this is the new game by the Broforce developers. Oh. Uh, and it's a multiplayer party game about flaccid penises and wiggly anuses. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so it's described as an online and local multiplayer party game about flaccid penises and wiggly anuses. Genital jousting tasks up to eight players to complete sexually suggestive objectives like penetrating another player's anus or get... <laughs> Or getting penetrated yourself in the fastest time possible. What the hell is wrong with these people? <laughs> the, full, the full game. Do not look of... this up, people. The video is just ridiculous. <laughs> the full, the full like... game is comprised over 10 modes and players can dress up and, cost- and customize their genitalia in any way they wish. This is like if uh, uh, <laughs> Dumb Ways to Die made a sex game. <laughs> Oh, come on, man. You've got to love it, though. Come no, on. No, I really don't. In a, in, look, it looks idiotic me. and puerile. Of course it does, but in a time when everyone's taking video games so seriously, oh, we've got to sell 20 million of this. Look, it's nice to have something stupid, in my opinion. There you go. That's what, that's my thought on this. Yeah, the stupider, well, you go the for it. Better. The stupider, the better. Um, but not everybody's happy about genitals, are they, though? That's the trouble. Uh, they're not at all because well no some uh, people might want an actual like game with fun stuff and story well Duke, have you heard of Mount Your Friends Duke I yeah, have it looked friend. stupid I didn't play it yeah so I was, I was going to say is this a spiritual successor but then I went no nope maybe not maybe different not. developer different well I know I know what I mean but like you know in vain but no there's, I don't think there's any full penetration in there, that game <laughs> yep. from memory from memory but but let me ask you this if someone was playing said genital jousting on steam and then shared a picture through steam you know or put it on the profile of genital jousting do you think they would get their account banned for that mm. I, because you just asked the question i'm gonna say yes yeah i doubt you would personally i don't think you probably no. would but if you shared a picture from watchdogs 2 of female genitalia because someone put a character model in there that had full female genitalia Mm-hmm. And they got banned from PSM for a month for doing that. <laughs> for sharing the picture that they inadvertently found when they 
happened to kill a prostitute and then realised when they looked up her skirt that actually there was stuff there. Um, yeah. So anyway, Ubisoft has apologised for one particularly explicit example of NPC genitalia visibly watched those two and said it would be patched out in the next patch that they released. Whoops, we accidentally put full frontal nudity in. Well, no, actually, they have full frontal nudity throughout the game in I places. Know. There's, there's like a bit where you can go to this park apparently, and there's sort of pe- like nudist people exercising and stuff. Uh-huh. So there's male genitalia with willies and stuff, but this was probably a bit more. Well, if you see the picture, it's more explicit than that. Yeah. Have you seen this picture? I have seen the. I have seen said picture. And your opinions? It's explicit, but it's you know what I mean. It's a fanny. At the end of the day, do you know what I mean? I, I think they've probably gone a bit OTT, to be quite honest. You know, banning this said person for sharing a picture on his PSN account of said vagina. Um, you know, but it's a vagina. We've all seen vaginas. Well, a lot of a, a lot of us. Have okay, seen okay, okay, okay. What are you, you saying know. about me? Well, I'm not saying you, but I mean, you know, I wouldn't expect most ten-year-olds to have seen a vagina, but that's probably not beyond the realms of possibility. Welcome to the age of the internet, Stuart. Yeah, I know, really. exactly. exactly. Well, now they have. But now they have what, what? Now they have with Watch Dogs 2. Yeah, they have. Yeah, Because all those 10-year-olds, because their parents have bought them the game, are actually playing it, of course. Anyway. I guess I just had a different childhood. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's kind of it. There is We have got the Joystick Awards uh, were, have been on. Okay. Um, and so, the Game Awards happened too. Yeah, I've not yeah. seen. I haven't seen the results of those. Where Uncharted Four, I think, had eight nominations. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, let's let's just give the um, the top ones. So I'm not going to read all of these rubbish. Out, but this will be the last thing we say about news. So uh, uh, Duke will be happy. Best audio was Fallout Four. Yay! Yeah. Best gaming moment. Uh, play of the game in Overwatch. <laughs> no. I don't, I don't even know so. that. Means. Well, what was the options? I, I don't know. It doesn't tell you. Sorry, wait. What was the category? Uh, best gaming moment. Well, play that doesn't make any game sense. In Overwatch. I don't even know what that means. That makes no sense at all. So play of the game is, is when at the end of the match... They no, I know what play of the game is, but I don't, that's not you, gaming I'm, I'm moment. Like, gaming moment ought to be something from the game that everyone experiences. Like maybe in Skyrim, it's when you first, you know, like in Fallout 3, it's when you first leave the vault, you know, or whatever. That could be a gaming moment because everybody knows what that is. But... There's a million different plays of the game. That's why yeah. I kind. Of, that's why I kind of asked what was the other. Right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't. But... I'm not going to read all them out even anyway. if they were here. Uh, best gaming performance: Doug Cockle as The Witcher 3's Geralt. Uh, best indie game: Firewatch. That's good. Mm-hmm. I can agree with that. It's good. Very good. Uh, best multiplayer game: Overwatch. Which yeah. I'm sure we'll yeah. Both agree. Uh, best storytelling: The Witcher 3: Blood and Wine. There you go. <laughs> Uh, best competitive game of the year, Overwatch. Overwatch. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Uh, what else have we got in here? The competitive is very fun. Uh, Hall of Fame, Lara Croft. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Innovate. I mean, this is how bad gaming has got, hasn't it? This is how bad gaming has got. Right. Uh, innovation of the year. What do you think that would be? VR. Play of the game in Overwatch. Nope. Pokemon Go. There you go. That's the <laughs> oh, that's, no, that's true, though, because that was an incredible sensation. A lot of people really got into that, just because you didn't. Mm. Uh, ultimate game of the year. So this is the big one, I guess. Oh, okay. Ultimate, game, ultimate of game of the year. Dark Souls Three. What? 
I'm just telling oh. you. All right, look, don't shoot the messenger. I'm only telling you what's happening. I'm not shooting you. I'm shooting in the direction of these game awards, whatever it is. Joy shooting them. Right, that's it. So it's time to do some emails. Oh, email! Whoa, that ruled. Uh, first email uh, is sent from no signature so i'm not entirely sure what the name is uh but anyway they they entitled this email little robot legs don't fail me now nice actually i do know the name because it's on youtube it's uh, i post it posted just a minute i'll tell you in one second of the name of the person the name of the person is brent so there you go this from brent there you go brent brent and he says this uh, I was laughing so much at work when Chini was talking about looking down at day in Deus Ex and seeing little robot legs. Uh, I was inspired to make the attached picture. And it's a very funny oh, picture. Oh, I've seen this. I've seen yeah. this. I realize I already sent this to you on Facebook, uh, but I wanted to make sure you saw it because I spent way too much time at work making it. Should be getting back to work, man. You'll be getting in trouble. Don't get in trouble on be- on uh, you know on behalf of us. Yeah. Uh, I pray that Slack the- off. I- Don't do your work. I pray that the IT department never randomly looks at my activity history on my computer. Anyway, love the show. I must admit that I'm not completely sure what your podcast is about, though. I assume it has something to do with audio samples and arguing with each other. Well, we haven't done any of that tonight at all, have we, really? Um, Shots fired! Shots fired! I I don't know. Just keep up the good work. So there you go. Thank you very much for that. It's just untrue. Stop. I will Thank keep you. up this great work you mentioned. Yeah, yeah we, we, we will try our best. Uh, and our second email tonight is of uh, Derek Sines, of course. Very good, I mean. And he says, let me enlighten you. Oh, yeah. I like being enlightened. Uh, hey, veteran gamers. Come on. Hey. You, you this. There you go. I'm not part of the crew. I'm just a substitute. <laughs> You're an honorary Shut veteran gamer. Yeah, you have a responsibility honorary. to respond to our emailers. You do. You do. Hello, uh, Derek. There you go. I am giving some seriously positive podcast shout-outs this week. Woo, shout-outs! Obviously, as the leading video game podcast out there, the veteran gamers can afford to give some airtime to the other VG Hub shows. Uh, firstly, a welcome back shout-out to the Game Punchers podcast, which is finally back after a few months of silence. <laughs> so you thought their podcast had gone the way of the dodo bird, the DeLorean car, and Hillary Clinton's presidential prospects? Think Ooh, again. Topical. Yeah, topical. I like that. That's good. <laughs> Uh, secondly, a big shout out to the same coin podcast, which, apart from making me laugh out loud a lot, has put me on to a very entertaining YouTuber, musician, and video game reviewer whose channel is known simply as Pogo. Oh he, yeah, he's awesome. He is an Australian guy called Nick Bertuk or Bertka. Bertka. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh, Pogo uses samples from his favorite TV shows, movies, and video games, and musically builds them into. Well, what I consider to be an excellent end result. This is all out of samples from Snow White. Here comes the singing. Yeah, Pogo rocks. There you Fun go. Fact, I'm already subscribed to him. Sweet. There you go. Uh, what's that you say? Give us some Pogo recommendations. 
okay, I'll give you five of my favourites, which can be found on that YouTube internet site, which I believe is quite popular with the kids these days. Uh, the first one he recommends is Spend a Day With You, music to accompany joyful, sad movie sequences. Mm. So, uh, Data and Picard, a new twist on two Star Trek characters. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Uh, Skyrim Symphony, a five-minute tribute to Duke's favourite game. Wait, there's a Pogo with Skyrim? There is. What? See if you can find it. Go on, just look it up now while we're talking. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Right. Uh, nicey, nicey, a funky love letter to the weirdness of the mighty boosh. Wait a minute. And just, this is from BSHFTW. What's that? What's that? I don't know. Have it doesn't it? look like it's Pogo, but anyway, go on. And just Blue Fairy, Steven Spielberg's movie AI gets musically massaged. Yeah, uh, yeah, movie sucked. This next uh, so. goes out to the Dragonborn. Fast forwarding now. That's pretty good. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, there you have it for another week. This has been Diesel Saint public service announcement. Thank Derek. you. Do you know I never realised it was Diesel Saint until now. I probably yeah. did know that event like in the past, but I've forgotten. So Diesel Saint himself is in the chat at the moment. So Yay! There you go. Thanks so for the thank Pogo you, Derek. Pogo's awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. Oh, thank you. There you go. So there you go. That's it for the emails. But we have got a speed pipe, which I've sent to you. We've got two, in fact. Two I've oh sent to you. Oh, my goodness. The first speed one, right? Speed pipe. It's the way to leave a no, message no, for crap. us. Now, the first one is very short, right? I want to listen to this. I thought it was Jason, but I'm not convinced it is. I don't know who sent this, because it's a different email address to Jason's normal one, and he usually doesn't faff around with that. But Wait I'm, a minute, I, I, don't think you, I don't think you sent me both of them. I have the, I, the I robot have, I've forwarded legs. Them both. I forwarded them both to you, but I will forward it to you again. The first one I have here says, another speak pipe for tonight. Yeah, no, I sent another one as well. Just a minute, let me find Sorry. it. Right. Oh, wait, maybe I'll I put it. it in the thing. Let me let me see. Yes, I, I sent it to you on the November 18th, which is oh, the 18th. Yeah, sorry, I put it in the folder. My bad, I have it. Okay. There okay. You go. Nasty throwdown. Seven seconds. Oh, hello. I just wanted to tell you guys, you're doing a great job, and keep up the good work. Thanks. Bye bye now. <laughs> okay. Bye bye. That's not. <laughs> I, I don't know. think that's Jason. I don't think it's Jason, but it does feel like a Mickey tape, but it probably isn't, so apologies if it isn't. No, it's just a guy being weird. Thanks. <laughs> Nasty throwdown, whoever you are. But no, we it was appreciate nice, you writing in to us, too. Yeah, but he was giving a, he was giving us a nice compliment, though. Yes. I don't think you should be dissing him for that. I'm not dissing him. I'm trying to be nice. You said it was taking a Mickey. You said it's it was not. just some weird person. Anyway, here's the next one. It's from Letter It's is from Jason. Hey, you guys hear that? You can tell that it's Jason Gallagher because there's like four seconds of silence before he starts talking. <laughs> Some weird hum from an electric Tesla coil or something. That's my 360 updating. Okay. <laughs> so that I can purchase South Park, which is on sale right now. I never got a chance to play that. Stick of Truth, I assume. I think that uh, was Stu's game. game of the year. Or, I don't know. It was supposed to be really It wasn't, it wasn't a game of the year, but it was that. close. Um, it might I've been playing Dishonored 2, Nino Kuni, and uh, Inside, FIFA, 
All great games. All great games. But Dishonored 2, it's Metacritic, I think, is like a 90-something, and it's a great game. Having a lot of fun with it. But the gameplay's there. The atmosphere's there. It's kind of got a goofy story. But it's a great game. It's not a masterpiece, but it's really fun. I loved the first one. It was it was incredible. That said, Jim Sterling gave Dishonored 2 a 5 out of 10. What? He loved the first game. He's got that nostalgia like me going on. But how do you give a great game a 5 out of 10? I don't understand the logic behind that. Read his review twice. I think there's some bias. Maybe some ill feelings towards Bethesda's review policy. And it just cuts out there. Not say um look. The problem is reviewers it's their opinion, isn't it? End of the day it's what they think. Whether they whether you agree with it or not, it's irrelevant. It's kind of what we say. I talk about stuff and a lot of people will disagree with what I have to say. You know, but that's kind of my opinion. Whether you agree is irrelevant. The Do last you know time I, mean? I was on, I had that when I said I didn't like certain games, which I won't mention. And I got you guys like, oh, no, no. Remember? 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 No, no, no sorry. I have no, no idea said, what you're talking about. I said about. I, didn't enjoy, I didn't enjoy Red Dead Redemption or Portal 2. Yeah, well, that's... <laughs> stupid. No, What's the matter, you gotta... kid? You got wax in your ears. Exactly. You know, it depends what you're talking about. Look, I mean, no, you look, universally... hey, it's fine. Look, you know what? Look, uh, everybody's yeah, opinion no, is entitled to their opinion. And the fact that you're stupid doesn't mean that we don't like you. It's just yeah. you happen to have a different kind of brain, which and is it, wrong. You know, exactly. And it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter that your opinion is wrong. That happens. <laughs> See, <laughs> also, I didn't enjoy Dishonored 2. Well, I haven't I played Dishonored I... 2, so I don't know. No, the I... original Dishonored, you mean, not the new one. No, no, because no, I... I bought it on Steam. Oh, you've got this on it too. Then I refunded it. Wow. Yeah. That's harsh. Did you yeah. like the first one? No. Oh, all right then. No. Well, well I, I, I um, these, you're not going to like it. I've said before, I've tried to play Dishonored four times now. I just can't get into it. That's it's a world that I just can't really get into. Yeah. It's really annoying. So many little things eager at me to make one big, I don't want to play this feeling. Yeah. Like the biggest one I'd say for me was the feeling of you, almost a feeling of an open world, but there wasn't an open world. Yeah, you know what I mean? sure. Yeah, that really that really annoyed me. Plus, I wasn't a fan of the controls in combat, but whatever. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Before whoever uh, was it, Derek sent us that sweet point. No, no, no that no, was Jason. Jason. Sorry, sorry, Jason. Jason. Oh, Jason. Before Jason attacks Jason. me. <laughs> Before Jason attacks me, let's move on, please. Yeah. Well, that's it for the speed pipes. That's it. That's it, people. We're done we with the speak pipes. Yeah, so it's, uh, there's only one thing left to do, and that's do some shout-outs and get the it's hell out of It's dance party time. Mm, 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 mm. It's time for a shout-out. Hey! There you go. So, uh, as the guest, you know, you started with the games, you can start with a shout-out. Hey, go ahead. Well, thank you for somehow still inviting me back. I don't know if I was the only one, not like, only one free or something, because it seems every time I feel, ah, oh, they're not going to invite me back on. Of course, no, we like having you on. And also, you always reply almost straight away instantly. <laughs> yeah, so I was the only one to reply, basically. Exactly. No, no, you were the first person I contacted. You're not second fiddle, so don't worry. I'll take that word. No, it's true. It is true. 
Well, thank you. Thank you. There you go. Cheers. We'd like having you on. You're good. What's the matter? What's the matter with you, man? Stop selling yourself. I'm short. very tired if you really want to know. It's yeah, all good. Done, go ahead. Shout out. Right, Do your shout outs. It's time yes. for a shout out. Hey! Maybe you can actually get some sleep for the first time in two days. Uh, well, you gentlemen, of course, and Chinny, hope you are doing well. Hope you're getting a lot more sleep than I have. Hope you hope you edit this video that's, you know, we want. If if not, you know, I, I can. I, I'm free. I won't charge much. There you go. So, look, stop it. It's not going to happen. Can I happen. dream? Can I dream? You can dream, but you can just keep on dreaming. Right, carry on. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I'd really, never plan a shout-out because I'm just happy to be here, to be honest. Oh, Thank you to everyone oh, in the chat and listening who have put with me. I'm sorry I'm not, Chinny. And I only recently became a veteran, quote, gamer. But I've been around long enough, I think. I, I think that is true. What? How long have you guys been doing this now, podcasting? Oh, God, we get asked that question so often. A long time. <laughs> 2008, June, was the first show. So, really? you know, yeah, eight years. <laughs> long well, time. I've, I've been doing YouTube for seven, so well, I need to step my game up. Yeah, eight well, years. I, I can't step it up any further. It's, it's past. Yeah, yeah. But you gentlemen, thank you for having me on. You're very kind, and you're very welcome anytime. Yeah. Well, not anytime. When one of us is <laughs> here. When one of us is near you, you're welcome. Uh, yeah. Okay, so, um, so if Chenny were to, say, get super ill... Or die. ...by an unforeseen consequence... Well, we, we did say that he's dead. No, he actually isn't. I hope it... I don't, shouldn't say that. We always joke about that. But like one day it might be true, and then I'd feel really, really bad. Yes, you would. I would. Get well soon, Chinny. Get well soon. Yes, get well uh, soon, Chinny. Look, Orko, Orko83 has some words of wisdom in the chat. He says this. Never go by what reviewers say about games. I go on what I like. Yeah, but you, you haven't go. played the thing, so you don't know what it's like. It's helpful to get other people's perspectives so you can figure out which games out now are, do what you like. Yeah, ask your friends. There you go. That's some good advice. Yeah. Not that necessarily they have the same taste as you, so that might not be a good thing either. Any other shout-outs there, Antonio? To you, Duke. Do you want to play Rocket League after this? Not oh, yeah. <laughs> bloody Rocket I need a break. Anyway, I'm grading papers for the last hour straight. Uh, I've got a really stupid shout-out, but I'm going to do it anyway. Good. I'm going to shout-out Justice because they released a new album this week. And it's pretty... <laughs> Metallica. And it's called Woman. And it's actually pretty good, and it's kind of disco funk, and oh, I yeah, kind of yeah. like it. And it's got some good bass lines, so yeah. And Randy, there you go. is that a single? Wow, that's pretty good. It's funky, man. I like it. Very good. And it's not totally discordant like some of their other stuff. No. Uh, they had me, and then they lost me. I know, yeah. It's What's Alakazam? How is that? They're definitely going disco here. I don't know. I don't know what to think about Justice because they're good. What, it's I, just what kinda... I like about the new album, though, each track is kind of layers. So yeah. it kind of oh, starts yeah. off and then they keep adding layers oh, yeah. and layers they're, they're and well layers of stuff that. on top. Yeah, sure, sure. And it works really, really well. It kind of feels like, I'll be honest, right? It feels like what Daft Punk should have released well, as the yeah. last album. Oh, sure. So yeah, but the the they're from though. the same school, French sort of electronica. They're all very similar sounding. Right, right. Uh, like M83, their last album was pretty good as well. But I've they all heard. sound much of a muchness, I've got to say. But I kind of like it's got some really good funky bass lines anyway. So yeah, if you like Daft Punk and you you sort of yearn for the yesteryear of Daft Punk, give this a listen because it kind of reminded me of that. 
Uh, there you go. Uh, and a shout out, obviously, to Antonio for helping out to fill in tonight. And, and a, a shout out to Chini. Hope you're feeling better soon. Yeah, I should have think of better. two more. So when you're done, I actually have to have two. Shows. Go ahead, real quick. Go on, be quick, be right, quick. One, one's good, one's not so good. Uh, hello, Flutterbar, who's a YouTube friend I've made over the past like year. Hello. And also, hello. I got so I sometimes go for my Twitter because I get a lot of spam from my YouTube channel and stuff. And uh, I found one. Uh, I got one message which genuinely made my nights. I replied, and then they blocked me. Don't know. Oh. Why. Uh, just oh, that's right. Explicit. There's a person saying that they were getting all turned on by your voice. Yes. So explicit <laughs> warning. I got a random message, pure random. The photo proves it. Your British accent made me moist. I hope a bot wasn't the cause of this follow because I'm following you back. Oh, yeah. Wow. Blocked. Anyway. <laughs> ah, on that note, we'll come to you, Duke. Yeah, <laughs> I, will, I don't remember who it was that shared this with me, but there's a public enemy appearance in the new Star Trek movie. I like the beats and shouting. I need to make that a sound clip. I like the beat and the shouting. Yeah, that's me, baby. So whoever it was that sent me that, thank you. You know who you are. I will give a literally sh- perfect for you, Jim. It is perfect for me. Uh, I'd is. like to shout out everyone listening. I'd like to shout out Stu and Chinny. I'd like to shout out the Duchess. I'd like to shout out Antonio. I'd like to Ooh. shout out Rich Webster and Harley Dan because I couldn't figure out why the cable wasn't working. And I put a picture up and I was like, hey, guys, what's up with this? And within seconds, they were like, oh, that's a power cable, not a data cable. And I was like, ah. So thank you to them. I really appreciate them being uh, ready to help out at the moment's notice. Um, but Rich, there is such a thing as environmental racism. You're wrong. Uh, da- David Tripney for the Bethesda pinball info. Thank you. Amras89 and Turtle502 gave very kind feedback on the Syncast where I interviewed my friend Sophia. It's a great episode. You should check that out. And everybody listening, thanks for being part of our community. And everybody at the VGHub.net, if you've not been there, please go to our website, which is... I can't remember the website URL. What? 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 <laughs> you don't know? Ah, get it? Because it's vghub.net. Ah, uh, we're on Twitter at all one word spelled out vghub.dotnet. There you go. There you go. Is that it? I like to shout out my students for being so patient with me while I take forever to get their papers back. Oh, there you go. I know I'm why sure teachers those carry put on numbers on it and just hand it back. Teachers, most teachers don't give feedback. I'm not like most teachers. As Homer Simpson said, I'm not like most men. That's why I have to get those my pants at that special store. Yeah, to be fair, though, to be fair, though, like most of those kids are probably too scared to ask for the papers back anyway. Well, it's all digital now, so they don't actually get papers back. They get virtual papers back. But I, whoo, I don't have to ask him. Wow, I'm not looking at those comments. Uh, they actually do look at my comments because I do the compliment sandwich thing, which is where you have a positive suggestion for improvement and then another positive. I try to give a lot of positive feedback in addition to things they need to fix. So. Uh, right. That's it. We need to get the hell out of here. Thanks for listening, people. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I like the beat and shouting. Have you I'm just go- made that clip now ready no, to go? No, I'm going to. I'm finna. Uh, I'm finna. I'm going you through my Twitter DMs. Can. Shall I read one more? <laughs> Why not? 
Go on, go for it. Why not? I wish I could fuck that voice of yours. <laughs> oh, wow. What the sexy hell? Antonio, Thank you, man. Katie Lover. I don't think those are real people, surely. They're just fishing. You're just through. jealous, that's all. Surely. Well, no the, I, only publicize, oh, no, I only publicize my Twitter on my YouTube, so... Yeah, but you get you get all these because I bet you there's some weird link if you click no, on it to go to. No, you no, know what? That, spam. I get spam tweets. It's not yeah. like that. I never get spam tweets that are like, "I want to have sex with your voice." <laughs> no. well, I can I can read you plenty of spam. Yeah, they're yeah. they're there, but I'm trying to that's find ones that spam. definitely aren't spam. Yeah, <laughs> and there are tons. It's fantastic. Yeah, so that's oh, the internet. The internet. Oh, the internet, the internet is a weird. So crazy. Place. Anyway, if it wasn't such a sweary thing, I might have used that as the title of this week's show. There you go. <laughs> How about I want to get it on with your voice? I, yeah. I, I want to make sweet love to your voice. on here, but I don't think there is. I could put some asterisks where stuff should be. Yeah. <laughs> you really want? You're really gonna put? I could f star 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 your voice or something. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I'd get away with that? Or maybe that would be classed as uh, obscene. Yeah, really. Maybe I wouldn't. I know. Anyway, I hope you're not a bot. Could be yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Anyway, regardless, I've got to go to bed. So yeah, thank you, Antonio. I got stuff to it's do. very good. Like bucket <laughs> yeah. Well done, well done. Your your Twitter message is fantastic. Yes, yes, yes. There you go. <laughs> All right, uh, guys. Yeah, thanks again for coming on and filling in at such short notice. That was yes, very sorry. good of you. Yeah, Always thanks, a dude. Um, and, Always uh, a pleasure. We'll let you go to bed, people. So I will speak to you next week, Duke, and I'll speak to you soon, Antonio, anyway, because I see you around yeah. and stuff. Thanks uh, for so listening, thanks everybody. Thanks for and, joining um, us in the chat. Bye, yeah. everyone.